Welcome to the hideout. Happy Friday to you. Got a little news for you, Hefe. I thought we scrapped no, this bit. No, no. It's back with the fury. Mm. Here's a little news for you, Hefe. There's a Hollywood uh, uh, bet-taking site taking uh, bets on what Hollywood people are gay. I don't know about you, Hefe, but my bet goes on uh, Louie Anderson and the flop. I like my gay sex deep pride. That's my Louie Anderson impression. All right. I really like the last three weeks we didn't do this monologue. Only two. Seemed like, um... All right, so there's actually a website that takes bets on whether or not uh, Hollywood... Yes. But we need to move along with the news. This is news? Sure is. Speaking of gay, this bit... A man claimed to have a bomb on a plane, but after they searched him, they find out it's only an enlargement pump. So uh, it was okay. But as far as the terrorists go, this guy really blew it, in my opinion. Speaking of bombs, this bit. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's not a bit. I'm just giving you some news. All right, so I uh, I actually did hear about this one, and mm-hmm. a guy was... Uh... He was so embarrassed about his penis bump, he just went ahead and said that it was a bomb. It was a bomb. Yeah, but there's uh, more jokes to get to and more news. These are jokes. No, they're actually just news, and I'm informing it and entertaining. Ooh, okay. <laughs> a disability rights uh, advocates are, su- are suing the state of California over failing to make some sidewalks uh, accessible for wheelchairs. I really don't understand it. I don't think they're going to get a whole hell of a long way in it. Maybe not even through the first leg of the trial. Speaking of handicapped, this bit. Radio Jihad. I like my bits deep fried. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. The hideout. And be heard. What? What? What's new? Oh, what are you doing, Afe? Uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It is Friday night in the Hideout, and we would love for you to be a part of it. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the Hideout. Pick up the phone, dial those numbers. All right, J-Dubs, you can do that. Uh, both F.A., myself, Dubs mm-hmm. here with you. we got Chunks Corolla, executive producer. Tommy Bateman, our director on the Talk and Roll Controls. Matt Albert, third mic and uh, ghost writer. Full stack of interns, C-Lane, Manhole, and the one in which you are voting on his new name, The Brain, The Head, Caricature. Um, there are a whole bunch of choices on Real Krang. Radio. Krang. whole bunch of choices on RealRadio.fm. Go check those out. Do vote on his new name. Hopefully we'll have that by tonight on what we're going to call the new intern, who is working very hard, bringing a lot of stuff to the show. Um, also, too, you can check out Real TV 
on uh, RoadRadio.fm. HideoutHeretics.net has the new unfiltered chat. Also, uh, highlights from Real TV. That's HideoutHeretics.net. And, of course, FullBlownAids.com, where you can chat about the show and get the free ringtones. All right? That is all going on tonight, J-Dubs. Friday night means the open-door policy. So because of that, tonight on this Friday night, we will open up the doors to you from 10 to 11. You can come see the show live. And then we all go out afterwards to an undisclosed location and drink and have a lot of fun. The, the idea behind that is everyone kind of, you know, t- talks during the week. You call in, you IM, you talk to each other on the message boards. And uh, now we have the opportunity to all get together in studio on a Friday night. A at little combination party. Exactly. Of the week. And then we go out afterwards and have a very, very good time. Uh, dubs on this Friday, there's a lot to get to. We actually say goodbye to one of the interns, Manhole. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, he has written a goodbye. <laughs> Uh, I guess it's his paper. It was my final report for the internship. I had to do it to get the grade and everything. Tommy, can you just give me a quick highlight of... Honestly, what I want him to do to turn in, I want him to turn in that conversation between uh, me and Warren <laughs> from last night and say, hey, this is uh, this is what uh, if I that, learned in the high If that's not up on the podcasting already, shame on you guys, because that was... Maybe the most fun I've had in the hideout. That was the 10 o'clock hour last night. Yeah, what happened was, uh, and if you can find it on the podcast, great. Uh, my friend BJ, by Curious BJ, cousin from uh, Fallville, Michigan, found a uh, kid we went to high school with on Craigslist.com in the Lansing section, Men for Men area, and uh, there's gay pictures of him up there. Um, he's uh, said he's horny all the time looking for dudes. So I created a fake profile and uh, chat name to talk with him. And I talked to him for about two hours and got some uh, dirt out of him. It's really, Ew. and we had the boys, did you say we had the boys act it out? Yes. The boys acted it out, and uh, it was really hilarious. So we got that for you. All right, Dubs, I do want to talk about the um, the gay odds. Yes. I guess they have going on in Hollywood. Also, too, though, I got some more of this John Bonet Ramsey audio. Awesome. I know you said yesterday you're a little bit played on it. But the more I hear about this John Mark Carr, mm-hmm. the more I'm just, I'm really becoming fascinated with it, man. I guess this is from Larry King um, uh, last night. Do you want to listen to it? You wanna, sure. You want to check this out? Punch it up. All right, here we go. This is Wendy Hutchins. Now, remember we played this earlier in the week. She's the meatloaf-looking chick mm-hmm. who had a conversation was trying to set up John Mark Carr back in 2001. Uh, here she is. She's on Larry King. Um, to hide Originally out. from the emails, he seemed to be honest in what he was saying, and I agreed to talk to him on the phone, and we talked the first time for almost three and a half hours, and at the end of that conversation, I realized that he was a very disturbed individual and that I needed to alert the authorities. All right, now in this one, Dubs, John Carr says mm-hmm. he's having trouble, or he had trouble, or has trouble, differentiating between finding a little girl pretty or sexy? <laughs> One it amounts to is, I think that most of us are capable of having any of those fantasies. And it's hard for me to differentiate between what what they mean, you know, instead of thinking she's pretty, start to think she's sexy. I guess at that point you're probably having a sexual attraction to that child. Wow. Again, now, more and more, I'm starting to read stuff, and I'm doubting the guy did it again. I don't know why, but it's just I'm doubting. But every time you hear it, it kind of takes you back to, wow, he had to have. Well, listen, no, there's no doubt in my mind that he has molested other girls. 
But mm-hmm. as far as killing John Bonet Ramsey, his father and his half brother say, "Hey, he was at the dinner table with us." Can you at least uh, agree to that? He probably wishes he did. He wants that fame. Oh yeah, I have no doubt about that. Absolutely. All right, here apparently what's going on? John Mark Carr explains, or Wendy Hutchins kind of explains that. Carr wanted to become a spokesperson for another pedophile named Richard Allen Davis so that he could prove pedophile child killers aren't, quote-unquote, bad people. All right? So this is what he... Richard Allen Davis to confess that he um, loved uh, Polly Class, and that's why he did what he did to her, that then John Mark Carr could go around on talk shows and stuff and spread the word that we should forgive Richard Allen Davis and that these men are bad. All right, did you get that? Yeah. All right, so his whole angle was he wanted to speak for this other pedophile who had, had murdered a little girl, 12-year-old Polly Class, because then he could go out and say, hey, he was in love with her. And it was an accident. The murder that he committed was an accident, but he was in love with her. So he's not a bad person. He was just in love with her. Again, this is the mind that's going on with this cat. Um, I guess uh, also, too, his email pal, this meatloaf-looking chick, mm. explains that the police asked her to tell uh, John Mark Carr that she was a child molester, too. Because I guess that was a way of gaining trust. They asked me to pretend that I was uh, interested in being a child molester as well and that I wanted to participate with him. One of the things we made, I made him promise that he wouldn't do anything without me, that I wanted to be with him the next time he touched a little girl. So that was a way of trying to keep the little girl safe while we were trying to get information out of him. I, I'm telling you, it gets loonier and loonier and loonier. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Now... Do you remember that this guy had married, he's had a couple of wives, I guess. Mm-hmm. The first one he married when she was just 13, this John Mark Carr, okay? Um, and that's the one that divorced him a year later for fear of uh, her life. Right. Quintana, I guess her name was. <laughs> Here she talks about, well, they talk, kind of talk about the relationship. Okay. All right, here she is. You had the sense that he was drugging you. What did you experience when it happened? Well, I would wake up in the morning. I would have, my eyes would be this solid red. And I had uh, blood blisters in places that I shouldn't. So what did you say to him? <laughs> I know I went to bed Tuesday, and I know I'm waking up on Thursday. You know, and I, I said something to him about it, and she he just got what? angry. Do you hear? The guy has obviously, he has some issues with uh, with chicks. There's one more clip I got for you. Can you play that one one more time real quick? Yeah, you bet. I just want to cheer it up a little you, bit because it's a little creepy again. the sense that he was drugging you. What did you experience when it happened? Well, I would wake up in the morning. I would have, my eyes would be this solid red. And I had... Uh, blood blisters in places that I shouldn't. So what did you say to him? <laughs> I know I went to bed Tuesday and I know I'm waking up on Thursday. You know, and I, I said something to him about it. And he just got what? angry. Oh, that's better. 
Just because you're playing shiny, happy people in the background doesn't... It makes me feel better about it. I don't feel as creepy. Well, you're not creepy. We're just playing news, man. This is what's going on. And this freaks me out. I need shiny, happy people in the background to make me feel better about myself. This takes you to your happy place? Mm -hmm. All right, here's one more. Okay. From John Mark Carr's first underage wife, 13-year-old Quintana Schatz. And this is just more about him kind of being demanding. How was he? He was uh, controlling. And, uh, controlling. What would he? In what way? What would he tell you to do? Well, I had to take a shower with him. I never got to take a shower by myself at all. If I did want things my way, like alone, in anything, he would get in a rage. If I didn't give in to him every Sexual. night, he would get really angry. Do you want to have sex once a night or more than once a day? More than once a day. All the time. All the time? Yeah. And how old was he during this? I want to say he was like 19. Okay. Yeah. But then the other chick that he married later mm. on was 16. So there's a little bit more audio. I guess you got to decide for yourself. Dubs, you thought? Right off the top? I, he's we, guilty. We keep going back and forth. I think he's guilty of something, just not the John Bonet murder. I wouldn't mind seeing him put away for it. Well, that doesn't help. That's you're not getting I, I, the murder. I, I, either way, I mean, if he did it or not, I want to see him go away for it, no matter what. I'm convinced that he's in it. He's uh, not innocent. He's guilty on all charges. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one. And if not, he wants to be guilty of all charges, which I think is more uh, depraved. That is, I don't think that, but just because you want to be guilty of something doesn't make you guilty in the same way the way you want to be innocent of something. So what you're saying is he's guilty of being misunderstood. No, that's not what I said at all. You child killer. No, I'm saying you're that... You're supporting child killer. I'm, I'm saying that he probably didn't commit this murder, but he probably did other horrendous things to children. Look at him. He has a knife in his hands. <laughs> Who? You. What? You are condoning child killing, and I don't like it. Where did this come from? You just said it. You're He's uh, guilty you, of misunderstanding. Misunderstanding. Oh, Jesus hard. Christ. Wow, you're retarded. Hey, Whoa. I think that fat lady released another seg- uh, statement. She really does look like meatloaf. And to be honest with you, I'm even kind of having problems believing her and her motives just because she's such a hideous-looking human being. A Linda Tripp type? Yeah, but like meatloaf. I'm telling you, for some reason, I just have the whole meatloaf thing stuck in my head. Dubs, you had the story earlier about uh, National Choir uh, Supermarket claims there's a secret gay list in Hollywood. And quotes a website that's giving odds on who's gay. Mm-hmm. All right, who do you think has the highest <clears throat> odds or the best odds? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I got to guess. Actually, mm-hmm. it's kind of odd. One of the people who's on here with pretty good odds could probably play John Mark Carr. Really? I'll tell you who that is next. It's Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Don't, don't, don't.
Friday night in the hideout. Troll Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs with you. Come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hefe, uh, the, the National Enquirer claims that there's a secret gay list out there, and there are uh, websites taking bets on which celebrities are gay, and they have actual odds on there. All right. Uh, as I take a look at this thing, I... um. Now, there's some sports people on here. There's some news people on here. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of fascinated, like, where this is coming from. Do you have any idea other than the fact that... A couple of them I can see. There's always been those kind of uh, speculations going out there. But a few of them I've never heard. All right, John Travolta, they say 30 to 1 odds that he is... And that's what Dane had in the 407. Uh, my apologies, Dane. Didn't mean to steal your thunder. Dane. Yes, sir. John Travolta had 30 to 1 odds. Why would you, uh, I know you're going to throw out uh, John Travolta. Why is that? Okay, here we go. All right. Back in the day, he was a hot shot, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And today, what, he can get a hot shot in the mouth. Oh, you can't say that. (laughs) It was funny, though. It was actually funny, though. (laughs) Very funny. Uh, Yeah, Matt. There was a rumor that John Travolta was banging Brad Pitt when he was coming up through the ranks of acting. Really? I never knew that. They got caught in a hotel room. What? I'd never heard. What would now? I didn't see Brad Pitt on here. What odds would you give him? I would give him probably. He's a pretty big poonhound. I'd give to a one hundred to one. What about odds that he's swayed over to a bisexual side? Twenty to one. I would probably give him seven to two odds on that one. Really? Yeah. I think it's a little bit more, a little bit closer to happening. Mm Mm-hmm. Mainly because I just heard that John Travolta rumor. It's uh, apparently fact. <laughs> How about, can you check the list to see if Dauber from Coach is on there? <laughs> I've always just had that thought about him. I always <laughs> thought Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> no, Craig T. Nelson is as straight as they come. No, Craig T. Nelson has that groomer gay kind of thing where he'd pick a young, you know, teenage boy, then Dob- buy him some tennis shoes. And I want people to remember Dauber from Coach. <laughs> hey, Coach. <laughs> Just the big, dumb, blonde, goofy, doofus. Can we get Friday off? Me and Judy are going to go on a date. Oh, that's so funny. Let's go to, uh... Hey, Dubs, thanks for bringing me up. Giant stink stick in the 407. (laughs) Jesus. Yes, I know Andy Dick personally, and I want him taken off the list. Andy Dick? Yes, I did bang Dauber. All right, Andy Dick. It was great, too. You know, Andy Dick, I think it's pretty much been... He's even confirmed. At least by... Yeah, that he's done some. Mm-hmm. What about this? Um, there's another person who... Pauly Shore. Pauly Shore, yeah, I would give him probably 10 to 1. Like just one time in the 80s, and mm-hmm. he was just looking to experiment a little bit. And then squeezing the juice. What? This is a line from his movie. I remember. Tweak his melon. All right. Munch on some grindage. <laughs> how the hell? You know, you got to think, how the hell? Lisa, Lisa. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. How about Vicky from Small Wonder? Yes. Yeah. Grown up? Now? Yes. I would say with uh, how she was, how that that uh, that whole show was so creepy kid toucherish that he had to, uh, that the dad had to open her up and kind of fix her. Nightly. Oh. There was a whole thing going on with that robot girl. All right, how about this? How about Edward Norton? 
What odds would you give Edward Norton American History X? Uh, he's done so many fantastic movies. Fight Club. I would say 75 to 1. I really doubt. Gay. Any guy who's a good actor, mm-hmm. like they're always like Kevin Spacey. It's pretty much they say he's gay. He's never come out, though. You know, but that's the rumor that's out there. Let's go to James in the 321. What's up, James? Hey, what's up? What you got? I, I'm, I'm thinking Toby McGuire. Ooh, all right, what odds would you give Toby McGuire of being gay, though? Because this whole thing's based on an odd system. Like, what odds would you throw out there? I'm saying 10 to 1. He left me looks queer. Yeah, 10, uh, <laughs> 10 to 1 definitely uh, seems reasonable. Anybody's just overly skinny. How about you got Toby McGuire out there? How about Topher Grace? Topher Grace, yeah. I'm a big fan of his. That kind of creeps me out. 3 to 1. You'd give 3 to 1 odds to Topher Grace being yeah, gay. Yeah, look at him. Those gangly arms. There's some about the guys who are really skinny. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. he banged Scarlett Johansson in that movie. He's in the movie. Gay. It was a movie. Yeah, totally not gay. I think I'm giving Ed Norton 15 to 1. 15 to 1. That's pretty... I think he could lean. I just... I do. He played a skinhead so well. I don't know why. It just seems like it's a whole anti He, he didn't thing. do well in that shower scene. He didn't fight back too much. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe that technically makes him. Oh, no, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> oh, please don't. No more. Movie Mike in the 321. Hey, what's up, man? I want to uh, back up Dubs on Dauber. You know his real name, right? No. What is it? It's Bill Feigerback. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that Definitely. True? Yes. Is, is that true? I don't know what to believe anymore. Believe that I want you. <laughs> Let's Let's go. It's coach. Such an awful, awful show. I loved it. Whatever. Queen, obviously. Guy Got living it. out in the woods like a lumberjack. Yeah. Edge in the 321. Go Edge. Hey guys, what's, up? what's up, dude? Hey, I got a couple. They're pretty big, but uh, Alec Baldwin, he always comes across as a gay guy to me. Uh, you know what? I'll say, uh, just real quick. I would say Alec Baldwin, just for the se- uh, like, I give him high odds of mm-hmm. like a 6 to 1 or something, just because he's so uber liberal. You know what I mean? That he's just always out there for that. Well, I'm a liberal guy. I can uh, use my hands. That doesn't make me gay. Yeah, it's we're just uh, we're just learning about each other. Or how would he say it? He has a very go ahead. Who was your other one? Voice, right? Yeah, my other one was uh, Jim Carrey. Now here's Jim Carrey's another one of those who seems like he may do it to get into character. Like he just needs to, you know. I don't know if Andy Kaufman was gay or not, but whatever. Seems like he could maybe float that way. I could see that one. He does have a daughter. Didn't he have that uh, that uh, movie, The Spotless Back? Or was it Mind? Yeah, it's Mind. Oh, okay. I get like confused all the time. Edge in the three, two, one. Hey, hi, Dad. What's going on, What's fellas? up, bro? Yo. Hey, what about Vin Diesel? Tell me the last time you saw a woman on that man's arm somewhere. Yeah, right, hold on. yeah he is gonna, completely flaming. I'm going to give you a prize because apparently, according to this website and the National Enquirer, there are four to one odds that my hero, Vin Diesel, is gay. Four to one odds. All right, I don't believe it. He's too muscular and wow <laughs> and buff. Strong. <laughs> he can and, give you a nice hug there, Hefe. In all of his movies, he's really like shaved and oiled, and I can't see him being gay. <laughs> he was in a movie called The Pacifier. What do you think? <laughs> Not one of his better. Uh... By the way, I just want to analyze Coach for a second. Okay. <laughs> We've got I, you on a whole Coach. I am. I'm stuck on it. Who sets a sitcom at the University of Minnesota in a basement? You know what I mean? Like, that's what that show was. It was terrific, though. 
You can't uh, deny that how great that show was. How long was it on? Eight years? Yeah. I, I did well. I, I just like, who, who, I'm going to pitch you, I'm, I'm, let me, hold on, let me pitch you something. Okay. It's about a coach. All right, go ahead. Where well, we are talking about gay stuff, pitch away. And, um, University of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That seems like a place that would be exciting to set a sitcom. Joy of the show happens in his locker room basement. Go ahead. Let's put it on. ABC, prime time, eight years. Now, did he start as a, a, a college coach or a high school coach in no, the show? No, he was college. But then he went to pro, right? He did move yeah. up. I yeah. forgot so about Those were the bad years. That's yeah. like uh, Saved by the Bell, the college years. Mm-hmm. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Again, if you're just tuning in, we're doing a mo or no because it's mo no based on the supermarket tabloid National Enquirer claims there's a secret gay list in Hollywood and quotes a website that's giving odds on who's gay. If you name some of the people that are quote unquote outed on this, we'll give you a prize. Mike in the three two one. Hey, how are y'all guys doing? What's up, buddy? Hey, I was calling Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, is he on the list? Here's the thing. No, probably mainly because of the fact that he sued and has won, so people are afraid. Yeah. But if you had to throw odds, you could lay odds out there. I say 15 to 1. Ah, no, higher. 6 to 1. Where's Vin Diesel at? 4 one to, to one? 1. I'm giving Tom Cruise a 5 to 2. 5 to 2 odds. That, um. Glad you said odds. Hmm. Oh, all right, people have another good one. I'll tell you what this mm-hmm. one next in the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Hour one, Friday night, it's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1, J-Dubs. Uh, I would like to congratulate HideoutHeretics.net on the verge of getting their 900th member. Wonderful. HideoutHeretics.net. Go vote up, uh, sign up. Um, also, Row Radio.fm with Real TV. Dubs, there's a lot going on right now, mm-hmm. including people throwing out odds for who could be gay based on a website in the National Enquirer saying there's a secret gay list in Hollywood. Now, also out there, sports stars, political people, and um, some media people as far as the odds go. So, 407-916-1041, I have a very interesting one over here from uh, Simmons. Uh, Martin Cove, the evil sensei. From uh, the Karate Kid. I could see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Penguin of Death says Elijah Wood. Scott says Ben Affleck and Matt Damon maybe at one point. Yeah, I would say that. We have a uh, bipolar Steve with a with a guess on here nine seven eight. What's, What's up? What's up, fellas? How about Patrick Swayze from Two Wong? Thanks for everything. I'll throw Wesley Snipes in there and John Leguizamo. Leguizamo <laughs> is a guy that I would, I would give probably what nine to two odds, maybe. Yeah, definitely. He seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Puerto Rican? What? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Little Freddy. All right, Dubs. Let me run through this for you. Let me wrap it up here. We have a lot of guesses on here too. Do you want me to run through those real All quick? Right, run through the guesses. All right, Johnny in three, two, one. What's up, Johnny? Hey, what's up? Uh, what about The Rock? You know what I'm saying? Y'all were talking about what he's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock uh, is definitely one that is very metrosexual. Johnny may be my favorite caller of the week. Mm-hmm. Just because of the, just what he's cooking thing. Uh, no, The Rock's not on here. Although every wrestler, I'd assume, has some sort of a gay thing. He's always talking about doing something to a Rudy Pooh candy ass, too. Yeah? 
Isn't Jaboni just code? Um, I like penis. Yeah, then there's always... Yeah, there, there's... Canyon. Canyon. All right, Peyton Manning has 7-2 to two odds, according to really? this list. Yeah. Blaine in the 407, who do you have? What's up, Blaine? Hey, guys, this has got to be a shoe-in. David Hasselhoff. No. You would think so, though. With that, uh, I've seen a few of his videos that he's put out lately. But what odds would you give him? I would give him 6-1. to one. Germans love him. Exactly. Hey, don't hassle Those, the Hoff. And they are freaks over there. The new guy says Carlos Mencia. Totally gay. Unfunny, but... He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I'm going to Who's give... Positive? I'm going to give Hasselhoff like 100 to 1 odds just because he's a big fan of Dirk Nowitzki, and anyone who's a big fan of Dirk Nowitzki can't be gay. Isn't there rumors about him? No! I'd give him 8 to 1. No, Dirk, that's like 1,000 to 1. He's a... He's a him and Jason Terry. Yeah, mm. he's a... Whoa, hey, you know something I don't? Jim in the 352. What's up, Jim? Hey, guys. How about Matthew Broderick from Ferris Bueller? Let me tell you what. He's not on this list. But he's always been one that I've been suspect of. K-Mike wants to know, what are the odds on Heckle and Jekyll on Jack (laughs) FM? Heckle and Jekyll. Oh, I've heard stories. Yeah? About inanimate objects, too. I don't know about living things, but yeah. Hot. Cletus in the 407. What do you got, Cletus? What up, man? What you got? You guys are talking about these wrestlers. I got A.C. Slater. <laughs> A.C. Slater? Definitely Mario, not gay. Mario Lopez? What? He even played Greg Luganis in a yes. movie. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anderson Cooper, 20 to 1 odds in this, according to the National Enquirer, in this secret gay list in Hollywood. Fib in the 407. What's up, Fib? Hey, man, I, I'm going with Barry Bonds, man. I, I think he talks too softly. I'll tell you this about Barry. He is one of those athletes, and he's not anywhere on here as far as odds go. But he does have a very odd, soft-spoken, I would almost say effeminate way of talking. Mm-hmm. Same with Ken Griffey. You know what? I could see Ken Griffey uh, enjoying the company of a man. I also thought Frank Thomas. I the guess. big hurt? Yeah. I, <laughs> there you go. Mm. Wild Hawk in the 813. What's up, man? I'm, I'm going to go 10 to 1 on Sean Penn and double or nothing that he's had sex with uh, Tim, uh, uh, Tim Robbins. All right, here's the thing. Uh, nothing on Sean Penn, although I could say Tim Robbins, I could see him experimenting. Yeah. Like Susan Sarandon yeah. saying, why don't you go ahead? Well, it's hard to find anybody as tall as him in the woman category. What about um, David Schwimmer? Any of the Friends boys? Uh, Joey... Yeah. Matthew except for, Perry, all except of. for Chandler. Chandler is no, 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 no. Gunther is definitely not yeah. gay. No, oh, he, oh, he's queer. <laughs> he's taken a couple. All right, Condoleezza Rice is on here at eight to one. Yeah. How about uh, Edith in the three, two, one? What do you got? Edith. Yeah. What do you got? Do you got? I'm thinking about Joaquin Phoenix from the movie The Gladiator. Uh, what odds did you give? Uh, here's the thing. That uh, that lip. Definitely looks like uh, something's going on. He's not not on here, Mm -hmm. but give her a prize. Because Joaquin Phoenix is a guy that I've always thought, the odd look that he has, Mm -hmm. it's kind of that look when you're expecting something to hit you. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like you've seen in pornos. (laughs) And then usually they go to the next scene. 
That's the look he always has in his face. Sean in the 63. Look at Trump, she's just disgusted over there. Sean. Hey, what's up, y'all? Yeah. Yo. Hey, I got a good guy for you, um, Jeff Goldblum. No, no, never. He is one of the coolest men in the I'd movies. I'd say yes, I'd give Goldblum seven to two odds. No. If a I million on, to one. If I were on a website, I'd give him seven to two odds. I just saw Deep Cover the other day. No chance he's gay. You ever seen The Fly, my friend? Those both sound like gay movies. Deep cover, come on. <laughs> All right, here we have Oprah Winfrey at 6-1. to one. I don't agree with this one because he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but people say Troy Aikman. Troy Boy? Definitely. I say Dan Marino. Dan Marino is one I could possibly... Too him pretty. and Troy just... What would you give Dan Marino? I, <laughs> odds. What odds? Troy Aikman is ten to one odds. Mm -hmm. Marino, I'd say fifteen to one. Fifteen to one. That's, that's so, fair. That's pretty high. Mm -hmm. Another soft-spoken uh, athlete that I thought was gay when he was with the Redskins, Bruce Smith. You know who I always thought? Sweetness, Walter Payton. Oh, have you ever heard him talk? Yeah, be sweetness. <laughs> exactly. Sugar in the pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Tweeter in the four hundred seven. Hey, want to guess? What about Orlando Bloom? Yeah, here's the, oh him, Johnny Depp. Odd wise, uh, two to three odds. Yeah, I mean essentially be yes. Two chicks having sex though. It was so pretty. It <laughs> 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 was awkward. <laughs> well, we're going different ways on that one. Heads bumped on that gayness. Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Pedro on the four zero seven. What's up, Pedro? What's going on, guys? Hey, baby. Hey, uh, Elijah Wood, ever seen, I saw that, uh, Lord of the Rings movies? Yeah, him and, uh, Sam. Frodo yeah, and Sam, it, yeah. It too much, too much, uh, lovey-dovey. Nah, I'd agree with that. As far as Elijah Wood goes, I'd give him seven to two odds. All right, all right, we'll come back. I'll let you know next who are the top two according to this National Enquirer quote-unquote gay list, Hollywood list that they found in this website. I'll give you those next. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Ah, yup. Ah, yup. Absolutely delectable. Mo. I wish I knew how to quit you. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Rounding out the list of uh, possibly, or the odds on being gay in Hollywood, uh, National Enquirer found this off a website. According to a, well, they say there's a secret gay list, mm -hmm. and then quoting a website giving odds on who's gay. So far, John Travolta, 30 to 1, Anderson Cooper, 20 to 1, Troy Aikman, 10 to 1, Condoleezza Rice, 8 to 1, Oprah Winfrey, 6 to 1, Vin Diesel, 4 to 1, Peyton Manning, 7 to 2. <laughs> I'd say Eli. Over. Yeah, you definitely. Your mouth. Definitely, Eli would be a better candidate for me. A couple of other names I like to throw out there, maybe a uh, mm -hmm. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I don't know if he even has come out, but he just seems. I don't know if it's peaking Capote or what. And if he didn't do such straight films, mm -hmm. like where he's you know a man's man, maybe you could see, but uh, Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> what? The least straight films ever. Some catch. What, hey about, boy. what about Fisher Stevens, the guy that played the Indian guy from Short Circuit 2? 
Oh, how do you I know, know that? that guy? God, yeah. Every time I see him, I go. That guy's I would agree. Be gay. He I a- would definitely agree with that one. I, I say, I say, even money. Yeah, he was in Hackers. He was the evil guy. You're right. Actually, oh my God, he was, wasn't yeah. he? Wow. How do you know that crap? I don't know. All right, Jake Gyllenhaal, who I think can play John Mark Carr. You think so? Yeah, five to two, five to two odds. And I guess coming in with what appears to be the best odds, Keanu Reeves. Oh, two to that one. That surprised odds. me. No, mm. I would say uh, that being the highest odds, I would give him fairly high odds, but not two to one. So. Excellent. <laughs> so there it is. What about Gerard Depardieu? That guy's definitely gay. Depardieu? Is that who it is? Yeah. Big fat French guy. Mm-hmm. From He's gay. 1492. And uh, My Father the Hero. Best movie Green ever. Card. Never seen any of those. Wow. That was the best movie when you were 14. Dubs, <laughs> updating you on a story. Um, New York City officials want to put a stop to the segregated survivor. I guess they blasted them after they announced that the um, the teams will be divided into four teams, um, four segments, blacks, Asians, Latinos, and uh, whites. Yeah, because New York City isn't divided into <laughs> cultures like Harlem or the Span- Diamond District or Fifth Avenue. No, it's, there's not any race separations. Hey, yeah, Harlem. Yeah, exactly. So right, you've got to think about that. If it came down to it and there was a big hysteria... Going on in New York City, which neighborhood would win? Oh, Harlem. Harlem, Harlem. Brooklyn, no. Spanish Harlem. Uptown, baby. Manhattan. Uptown. You'd be scared to go there. Shut up, man. I'm not saying I would go there. <laughs> I like my wallet, but I think uh, they would win in a fight. Why? It's empty. They have the guns. Yeah, there's nothing in it. Yeah. You afraid of uh, losing your uh, your three away from being a free burrito over at Moe's? Just a bunch of coupons. <laughs> How do you Just know me? <laughs> Stop it. Out of my head. They go, um... I guess they're really pissed off. They say the the idea of having a battle of the races is preposterous, according to a counterperson. I find it interesting. You know, we're all going to root for our race. So black, white, Asian, and Latino. And we talked about it the other mm. day. I honestly believe that when it when you know when it comes down to it. Aw. All right, K-Mike's telling me they have regrouped the survivors based on this. Hmm. Have they really? They've already uh, changed it up? They've already broken down. <sighs> it's going to be blacks, Asians, Mexicans, and winners. Oh, <laughs> you... <laughs> That's according to K-Mike. I still say Asians are going to win it. I don't know how, man. Look, because I, they have gills in their uh, armpits, Listen. God's misfit toys, <laughs> <laughs> hollow bones. Where does this come from? Where does the hate come from? On There's Asian no people? hate there. It's love. Pointing. I wish I had gills in my uh, armpits. I find I, them lucky. Let me ask you, honestly. <laughs> who will you be pulling for? What? Definitely. Just like it's a boxing match. Matt? Oh, Holyfield. Uh, no, uh... The black people, of course. Why does it sound so bad when he says it that way? Chunks. The Italians. There are no Italians. <laughs> That's messed up, then I ain't Come watching. on for the whites. Huh? Yeah, sure. You're closer not? to Latinos or maybe even blacks than you are no, whites. Thank you. I... The whites oppressed you guys when you first came over from Ellis Island. Who haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you oppress your own people. 
whoever we can. You would actually find divisions in your own race. You would pin mm-hmm. on the Polish. They're, they're, they're just as white as you, but you'd say they're dumb. I, I they boy, our boy Pedox is here. We're going to get the hip-hop news update in just a second. Pedox, what do you think about the whole idea of dividing Survivor into race? Honestly, I don't think you should do it. What? What? Why not? Because we've come so far in um, bringing everybody together. This exactly. Will, this will just divide everybody on Wednesday it's, it's nights on CBS. It's far too gone. You had to literally split people in half with all the mixed races that are out there. I, that's the funny thing, too. I wonder if they're going to find pure people. <laughs> in a, or are you going to have some uh, some uh, high yellow red bones, you know, as far as blacks go? Versus Prussian blue? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, are you going to have the pure race? Because if not, then you're right. It may be a wash. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't want to sit here. And, but why are you throwing Asians into the mix? If you're throwing in Asians, you may as well. They need a ringer. They're going to win it all. And what kind of Asians are you throwing in? Because exactly. technically, will you be throwing in, like, Middle Eastern? I mean, I guess that's a, I don't know if they count as Asian. We have Korean, Japanese, Chinese. Yeah. Oh, Orientals. That's uh, rugs or Oriental, not people. Uh. Stupid. But yeah, think about that. Of gills. Like if yeah. you, if you had to pick a fringe minority, mm-hmm. because honestly, let I me mean, let's be truthful here. I think Asians probably are. Like you know, just as far as it goes, would you pick Asian or would you rather have a nice Arab team? Yeah. Would if you're gonna already Ooh. go this way, why wouldn't you take a nice Arab team? Or maybe because people are so stupid, they don't know the difference between Arabs and like Indian. <laughs> maybe throwing an Indian team. If you're gonna do it, why would you pick Asians of all? Well, Indians are kind of like Asians. Might be math challenges. True. Survivor. No, they do have like uh, those kind of challenges. I guarantee they're going to uh, stereotype a bunch of the challenges and see if like uh, different races win them. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. We talked about it. Uh, I don't know, a couple of days ago. Mm. But now I'm excited about it, and it's just getting even more run. And I've never watched an episode of Survivor. I watched the season finale the first year, and that is it. But I'm down. I can't believe, Pedox, you're not into this. I mean, I'm just giving it to you from a brother's perspective. Will you watch it, though, as a brother and pull for the brothers? Of course. I'll vote for anyone that's doing good, to be honest, though. I'm See, not going to be biased. I will. <laughs> Don't, I just, listen, and let me ask you, as far as, like, camera angles go, do you think... I'm going to be so pissed, yet I will laugh, if they're going to get a Latino sleeping underneath a coconut tree with his hat over his head. You know what I mean? With the but blanket you, over? You, but you know it's going to happen. Look at you laughing over there. You know? You know, they're going to get, you know, five black guys. With a coconut trying to play basketball. That's you what know, they're going to do. And so I'm going to be so pissed. Yeah. I'm going to be so pissed if they, if they get a bunch of white people doing their taxes. That's going to piss me off. And playing with their kids. <laughs> Please, white folks ignore their kids the most. True. Just because your daddy wasn't around. Hey. Oh. It's true. What? It's a hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. <laughs> Here we go, Friday night in the hideout. Road Radio 104.1 Hour 2. I want to remind you, open door policy happens at 10 o'clock. Come on up. Everybody gets to know each other on the phones, on the IM, on the message boards, hideoutheretics.net, which is the new unfiltered ch- chat room, on fullblownaids.com. You'll watch the show on Real TV on realradio.fm. Come on up, hang out, watch the show live in studio. Then afterwards, we all go out and party. 
Our boy Pete Ox is here. Mm-hmm. You know, on Friday nights, we like to do, and I don't know if you can take on a little project for the hideout, Pete Ox. Sure. Friday nights, I want to make like kind of a new hip-hop kind of night, uh, like as far as bumper music goes. Okay. I'd love it if maybe you could burn us off a couple of CDs or if you have anything, because I know you're plugged in, you know? Edited, of, of what of the Obviously edited, of what the good stuff is. Okay. And, um... Just you know, just to have something fresh. I always like to uh, do something cool with the bumper music. We could definitely do that. It's old school jams on Thursday night, and it's uh, I wanted to make it newer hip hop on Friday nights. Okay, Dubs. Before we get to the hip hop news update with P Docs. Yeah, we have a uh, survivor question with the uh, segmented teams of uh, white, uh, Spanish, uh, Asian, and black. Yeah. So Jim in the four hundred seven. What do you got? What's up, Jim? What's up, guys? I got two things. Okay, I heard the first one was going to be. You're breaking up, bro. Hold on, hold on. You're breaking up. Start over again real quick, and if you break up again, I'll have to drop you. Yeah, your phone, Go ahead. Your phone's right, cutting Can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah. Go. All right, so I heard the first one was going to be Germans, Iraqis, French, and Jews. That would have been great. All right, just a whole reliving. The, how about reliving the wars? Just yes. various wars. Hey, that would have worked. But, huh. then, but then again, I want to know, what, what the Latinos are. Are they Mexican? Cuban or Puerto Rican? See, this is the thing, and this is what I said the other night when we first talked about this. I think you should mix it up as far as, like, when the it comes... The Voltron of races? When it comes to races, like, Latinos, it should be Mexicans, Cubans, Puerto Ricans, and, like, I don't know, like, a Venezuelan or mm-hmm. something, all right? For blacks, it should be, like, quote-unquote, American black folks. The Jamaicans. Jamaican, Haitian, um, you know, maybe roll something like that. For white people, Irish... Uh, Italian, Wonder Bread, Southern Bread, you know yeah. what I mean? A hick. And then um, for Asians, I guess you roll with, you know, Korean, Chinese, Japanese. Koreans know. have the best gills, so Stomp. that's what we need to go with. Stomp with the gills. Like sea bass. Where does that come from? <laughs> All right, here we go. Every Friday night we do it up. We try to get you a little culture. It's a boy, Pedox, with the hip-hop news update. It's time for Sway with the Hideout Hip-Hop Report. It's not Sway. Who is it, then? E-Dogs with the Hideout Hip-Hop Report. E-Dogs. All right, you got your own little uh, intro now, Pete. That's awesome. Let me give a shout-out to Bateman, man. I can work with that. Right All right, now. very cool. All right, what do you got for us this week? All right, now, normally, you know, I don't do the whole shout-out thing, but there are a few people that are worthy of a mention tonight. Okay. Right. I told you that every time I come on, I vow to bring a new listener, primarily from outside the state of Florida. Nice. So right now, we're being streamed live from Los Angeles. Homeboy Big Rod is tuning in for the first time to the hideout. Wonderful. Oh, on RealRadio.fm, maybe even check it out on Real TV. Very good. By the way, Real TV, ladies, get a lot of emails. What does Pedox look like? Is he hot? Go right now to Real go. TV and check I'll him say out. yes. Oh, whatever. I'm not going to hold your opinion to you. All right. What <laughs> I'll do you hold got? a lot to you. Uh, right. <laughs> what do we got, mm. Pedox? All right. In the secondly, hip- it's also a well-known fact that you guys kind of got your start in the D.C. metro area. Mm-hmm. And I want to say Mom Dukes and Pop Dukes have been streaming this show from Silver Spring, Maryland, every single Friday since we've been doing the hip-hop update. Very nice. So wonderful. All right. Very good. I appreciate the uh, spreading of the word. So we're spreading it out. We're going to go international next. That's next week. Nice. All right. Now, last week... We had DJ Point Blank and uh, Logic and Tropic, yeah. guys from Solador on. Boys Just as in. a quick follow-up, I did actually go see that show on Sunday, and it was amazing. The band was crazy. Lots of hot chicks. You know, I want to do something, too. I'd love for bands like that, mm-hmm. you know, and groups like that to put together a nice little hideout song. You know, because so, I would love to hear their version their kind of Latin jazz funk take on a hide, on the hideout. Like a hideout song. You know what I mean, Dubs? 
a little frightening, if you ask me. It's not scary. <laughs> it's just opening up your horizons. Does it? Does this whole segment scare you? A little. I, I'll say it's like watching Tales from the Crypt. I, what? I, I'm intrigued. But a little frightened. All right. What do you what do you got over there, Peanuts? <laughs> well, look, if you missed them last Sunday, you can catch them tonight. Just really quick, they're at the social. Oh, okay, very so cool. So actually doing it really big. Doors open at 9. It's only 7 bucks. All right, nice. Now, this is a little disturbing news. Uh, this actually came to us from Animal on the 407. Apparently, rap music is being blamed for teen pregnancy. Uh, <laughs> Rape, yeah. Well, now, what, what is it? What? Beat it. <laughs> what is it specifically about rap music that they say uh, causes teen pregnancy? Well, according to recent psychologist studies, uh, they say that people who tend to listen to hip-hop between one and a half to two and a half hours a day were affected in their attitude towards the opposite sex. All right, now, so the whole bitches, hoes thing exactly. got to them? And I got to say, I disagree with this for the simple fact that teens have been getting pregnant for decades, yeah, centuries. Didn't, didn't they say that thing, too, about, like, Elvis, and Elvis was going to cause the girls to get loose, and uh, rock and roll well, was going to do that? he was going at, what, 13-year-olds? Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so, Which, by the way, he never got busted. Him, John mm-hmm. Mark Carr, same guy. Well, back then, I, I guess like it really didn't start shifting was, a whole lot. Who's the, the other guy? The Great Balls of Fire guy. Who also? Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. Okay. When did his younger cousin? Yeah. She was like 13, I think. Mm-hmm. White people are depraved. <laughs> Just really, and they they say hip hop music is to blame. Well, 40 percent of all music now, all music of all genres have songs that refer to sex or romance. So that's a pretty big statistic. Yeah, because I would say too. I mean, a lot of times, I don't think it's just about, like, hip-hop music. You listen to, like, a station like Magic. That's all about love. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? It's, so it's a variation. Maybe it's not <laughs> as graphic. It's like, what's that one Chris Isaac song? Oh, it's right here. Rape me once, shame on you. Rape me twice, shame on me. I love songs that count. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. <laughs> uh, that yeah, one? This is, yeah, this song. This is one of those songs that I think I'm sure in the... Early 90s when it came out, maybe caused a pregnancy or two. I think the video probably did. Exactly. And a, a lot of that just dirtied a lot of socks. Yeah. <laughs> Hidden underneath the bed, just the the shame sock. All right, what else do you have for us, Pedox, in the hip hop news update? Well, this is also some uh, pretty disturbing news. DMX disappoints our U.S. troops. He actually canceled a week-long tour that was planned throughout the whole Persian Gulf. He was actually scheduled to go out there on August 22nd, delayed his departure to the 23rd, and then decided to not even show up for the flight after wow. they were so generous to accommodate his busy schedule. All right, I'm kind of surprised that the USO would say, "Here's who we need to get to rally the, the get to uh, rally the troops." DMX. Yeah. They were really excited about it, to be honest. I'm, I'm sure, but I just I wouldn't think that the you know. Yeah, it used to be like wholesome entertainment. Right. I don't necessarily <laughs> mind that it's DMX. I'm just shocked that they would allow a DMX. They just say, all right, we're going to bring in a DMX. Well, you know, the TV show kind of like reignited his whole popularity. What TV show? Well, The Soul of a Man. I don't know if you've actually caught any no. of those episodes. Never yeah. heard of it. I've heard Never of, heard of it. No. Heard of Flavor of Love. The Flavor of Love is one, but on BET, actually, oh, DMX cool. has, has <laughs> had a reality over oh, See, that, everyone's like, oh, okay, never I mind. I have channel blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually watch. Wrong, that's wrong. My TV is a gated neighborhood. <laughs> right. So, so <laughs> gated that's terrible. terrible. BET's just knocking on the that's outside. You see, you heard that on the So, at any rate, to say the least, they were very disappointed when uh, DMX did not show up in Iraq. All right. Beanie wants to make sure you know, hey, R. Kelly likes him younger, too. It's not just 
white guys. You see? All right, fine. There you are. There you go. All right, now again, someone who's gotten away with it though. Yeah. If you're, if we you're, really aren't that uh, step on those penalties. It's just if you're some schlub from, you know, Fort Lauderdale, wherever they had to catch a predator. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Now I did not realize that they were going to get DMX, yes. and that he even had a show. How about you get a nice uh, group, real positive group, like maybe Public Enemy, Dead Prez, <laughs> to go out there and rally the troops. All right, that was a hip-hop joke. You guys yeah, you got a blank face you here. See, you missed that one. You see how I can uh, vary it up? I can be racist and also oh. down at the Isn't same time. Isn't DMX <laughs> famous for no-showing, like, everything? Yeah, MTV Awards. Yeah, he skipped their awards like four years Dog in a training. Row. True. What? Almost didn't show up to the Sharon Osbourne <laughs> Remember show. his, uh, remember his, uh, didn't he have uh, pit bulls that attacked some people? Oh, <laughs> that's right. See, I'm down. Just make you Charlie Brown. Whatever. Skipped his acting class. And he actually made a really big deal about some tour managers that messed up his schedule prior to this. And I guess he kind of flipped and did the same thing. But yeah, well, there's know, always a superstar a... you can do with that, I guess. Maybe he's just running late. Damn. Now, stuck. lastly, of course, every rapper has to have a shoe. I remember when days where only athletes mm. were able to come out with their own tennis shoe. Well, now Eminem and Nike have hooked up. Ah, oh, And they're going to be releasing a brand new Air Max. Based around Eminem? Yes. Only 64 copies are going to be pressed originally, and they're going to be signed, autographed, and then auctioned for charity on eBay and some Nike stores worldwide. I heard Vinny Chase is going to spend $20,000 for yep. Turtle to get some. Yeah. And that's going to be a tough thing because he's going to lose. I, I, I want to be sedated, the uh, the Ramon story. Yeah, okay, so where is he going to get the money from? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, well, you know what? It's you're... almost uh, a week up. Yeah, we're <laughs> almost to the next Sunday. He's got to go to that little girl's birthday party, though, oh, yeah. if he wants his spot home line. <laughs> All right, so there it is, the hip-hop news update. Yes, and always, if you have news that you want to share with us, you want us to discuss it, hit me up, myspace.com forward slash PXX. And Bring the news, and we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I always uh, love P-Docs coming in and uh, teaching us a little something. Giving us a little culture, J-Dubs. Word. <laughs> it's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Because I was, I was doing mornings at that time, mm-hmm. and when our... Uh, like, I called our... You know, everything was crazy, and we we're trying to give updates and the whole thing. And I call our buddy Shafee. Oh, he calls me because we were in that mode of just kind of checking in or, you know, we yeah. want to hang out or what's new. And uh, he calls me. He's like, so what's going on, bro? I'm like, you haven't heard? No. Turn on your TV. All right. Wow. And that's it. It was one of those things where he slept until like one in the afternoon. Yeah, I slept till noon. And no idea. So what did you, when you first woke up then on 9-11, how long were you awake, or were people calling your phone, or what happened? I, actually, I was over at Bike Curious BJ's place that night, and uh, we woke up, and uh, uh, he goes and checks the uh, the answer machine, and it was his mom crying on it. So we're like, what the hell's going on around here? Yeah. So we uh, flipped on the TV, and that's how I found out. All right, that's how you knew everything was going on? Mm-hmm. So you will watch this. Would you get up? Because you don't wake up early anymore. In fact, you go to bed at like 5 a.m. now that Madden's mm. come out. Yep. Are you going to wake up early and log on to CNN.com to watch it all unfold? I think I will, just because I've never got to see it, actually. It will be interesting to hear all the initial reports mm-hmm. after knowing what's already happened. And then it'll be more of like kind of an analyzing the guessing game that went on. I don't know if I can do that, though. I don't, I'm going to have to. I just feel like it's excessive. Other than maybe if you overslept that day, what other good reason is there possibly for us to for them to show that on CNN.com? And do you think that other networks will be like, hey, wait a second, 
We can do this, too. You know, today's show, we were live. We stayed live. NBC, ABC, do you think they'll all roll with that? And is it, again, just too much? It almost seems like it feeds into the whole fear-mongering thing. Let's go to Chowda in the 321. What's up, Chowda? Hey, man, I think they should play that, because, like, uh, right now I believe that the war that we're in, everybody's kind of against it and all. If you, you kind of play that, I think it'll bring it back to back in the day when that happened, and everybody will, it'll be a little bit more justified. What war are you speaking of? Now, here's the thing. Iraq, and it being in Afghanistan and Iraq, like, we got to protect this country from the, the powers that be over overseas. Exactly. Let me, let me, let me say this, too, Chowder, for a second, because we've had some of those 9-11, like, um, 911 calls that we've played here on the show, and it does infuriate you, and you mm -hmm. get pissed off, and you kind of get angry thinking about what happened, but you get angry at the fact of, let's go get the people who did this to us in Afghanistan, then you remember... Oh, wait a second. We didn't really do that. We kind of half-assed that and then went into Iraq. And it kind of makes you... Maybe it'll refocus us and say, hey, maybe we should be going after Osama, who's on the loose five years later. I think if they put it on actual CNN, it would have more of an effect. But CNN.com, it's not really now, going to... See, uh, I think that, I mean, yeah, you, you can say five years later we haven't found Osama, but, man, there's a whole lot of caves to look for that, dude, and... The next, the next big deal was, uh, you know, Saddam Hussein was coming after us, and I do believe that he, he was, was going to go after us just the same, and he should have been taken out, and there's a reason that we're in Iraq right now. All right, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Right on. I salute you, Chowder. Saddam was breathing down our necks. Yes. And I'll probably stand up. Next to you and defend you still today. Hit this note. Go ahead. I want to hear it. Okay. God bless the USA. You got it. Radio G. I'm a human yellow ribbon. Um. You know what's interesting? Still, even now, a tree. still, <laughs> even now, people think that Iraq had something to do with 9/11. It did. I remember it. They invaded us. Uh, and yet, <laughs> the president the other day even goes on during his press conference and says, "Yeah, Iraq didn't have anything to do with 9/11. I don't mm -hmm. know where you guys got that from. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you mentioning Iraq and 9/11 and terrorism in the same sentences and paragraphs about a trillion times after exactly. it all happened." Maybe that's where we got the idea. Uh, the, the Daily Show did something on that that was uh, actually very, very funny and, and enlightening. But anyway, so, Dubs, did we then go ahead and start on other big days just uh, replaying the tragedy? Would you almost like to see something like this? Columbine would be an interesting one. I would love to, if, if they're going to go like this, mm -hmm. what other big tragedy would you like to see replayed on maybe like the History Channel? Because I can understand the History Channel saying, here's what we're going to do. On that day, we're going to piece together all the footage from CNN, mm -hmm. from the Today Show, from MSNBC, from Fox News. I would see it like the History Channel going with it a little bit, Dubs. Yeah, I, I, that wouldn't be as bad. You know? I think uh, that would make sense, actually. Let's go to uh, Boggs the Pizza Guy in the 407. What's up, Boggs? Hey, guys. How you doing tonight? Give me a good evening. I appreciate it. You betcha. I hate the weekends. Uh, <laughs> all right, so first off, I want to see Lee Greenwood over there fighting in Iraq with those poor boys. He said he would uh, proudly stand up next to you. 
No, he wouldn't. He, he he avoided Vietnam just like he's avoiding this war, and he's singing that song. Also, please get Chowda on the show. Chowda, if you can hear me, listen and call in more often because I need more laughs when I'm driving around. Ouch. Look at uh, Boggs the Pizza Guy calling out Chowda. Wow. Thank you for doing that. That way we don't look like asses. Mm-hmm. 407-916-1041, Because I don't want to get in political debates. I'm just wondering. So now maybe we replay all the footage from like Pearl Harbor on the day it happens, real time. Now like that Kennedy be, was shot real time. That would be very interesting, like going all the way back to Pearl Harbor, because there wasn't like the satellite uplinks and everything for all that stuff. It'd be uh, interesting to see how they they uh, got that information out there. You know what I think would be even more interesting? Let's switch the views a little bit. Maybe we play stuff real time when we drop the bomb on Japan and we show what it was like in Japan from their from their news view. You know what I want to see? What the uh, the uh, recoverage. Of the crucifixion. I'd really like to see that one. Not enough camera angles. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> a little grainy. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, though. Why don't we just reenact these things? Yeah, P-Docs. What's the real reason that this is being reenacted so much, though? Uh, I think... Not uh, reenacted, but replayed. Well, okay. Replayed. <laughs> Reminded. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, well, it's being reenacted, too, in movies, so, yeah. I mean, whatever. Um... I, I think it's partly fear-mongering. To That's me, what it is. I see CNN. I don't... They have to go real-time, so they're going to have to fill in those commercials. Why not sell that ad time? I'm sure it'll happen. Let's go to Randy in the 386. What's up, dog? Yo. Hey, man, they're doing it again now. You see them? If we leave Iraq today, they're going to follow us and attack us over here. Yeah, see, that's... They didn't attack us in the first place. We're going to attack us over here this time. I know, that's what I'm saying. But some people, they just, they, they're convinced, even oh, though... Oh, they look the same. Who? <laughs> Iraqis and, uh, they, they get confused. That's Rednecks true. get confused. I don't know what you're saying. I do. Is this something your you dad taught you? Yes. It's okay. How about the space shuttle events? Here would be one that would be interesting reenacted real time. The O.J. Uh, Bronco <laughs> fiasco. How about we just roll that one real time on the History Channel on the anniversary of when it goes down? I don't want to disrupt David Hasselhoff another time. Yeah. In his pay-per-view special? Yeah, that stuff was it was going to be the biggest pay-per-view of all time, and O.J. had to ruin it. Lewis in the 407. What's up, Lewis? Hey, what's going on, guys? What you got? All right, a few years back, MSNBC uh, had a reenactment on World War II on D-Day. And they had all these current uh, newscasters, like, doing play-by-play and, you know, the uh, Oval Office and all this stuff. It was, I'm a history buff, so, I mean, buff, so it was really, really interesting to see that. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was kind of cool. You so know? what do you think about CNN.com uh, rerunning the actual footage from that day on their website? What, uh, what World War Two? No, it's 9-11. And what happened 9-11? They're going to rerun it on this upcoming 9-11. Uh, see, I don't think that's necessary because, I mean, that only happened five years ago. We've seen it so many times that, that I is, mean, how many, it how isn't, many times... It is an image that people have that, forgotten. That is a good point. I don't think people have forgotten, and I don't... And I, you can... You readily see it anywhere. I mean, you can put it on A&E or the History Channel or any station, essentially, that's in the 40s on Bright House... And you can watch something on 9/11. There's usually that and Hitler. It's just it's all. I'll watch there. all of them. Of course you will. <laughs> Rob in the three, two, one. What's up, Rob? Hey man, I'd like to see uh, maybe the the replay of uh, Chernobyl. That big accident out there in uh, the East Europe. I, of the media coverage of Chernobyl, how about this one? How about uh, the Branch Davidians in Waco? 
That'd be interesting. And the real time as like start it from that morning, and then you go all the way through when it happened. I think it happened in the afternoon, and just re rerun all those tapes. How about the destruction of Pompeii? I'd really like to see the uh, the rebroadcast of that. <laughs> the satellite images? Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. You're not gonna be serious. <laughs> we can't have a conversation it's like human beings, can we? No, I'm a, I'm a child in a man's body. <laughs> I'd say more woman's, but whatever. Mm, not cello. The sinking of the Lusitania. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Fitzgerald. Just play uh, play that song over and over again. Bill on the 386. What's up, Bill? Hey, I just wanted to say that First Chowder is an absolute idiot. Yeah, and all those weapons of mass destruction they were going to attack us with, and you know, because we found all those, and right. you know, all, all the uh, Saudi Arabian soldiers that were, you know, attacking our borders and such. You know, exactly. No, thank you. How about this? How about just rebroadcasting famous rapes, murders? They tape those. Sometimes they're around, like a nice consumptionjunction dot com or rotten dot com. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for I'm looking for something else now if we're going to start this whole trend of just replaying all the footage from that day. Let's go to uh, Wild Hawk in the 813. What's up, Wild Hawk? Uh, we really don't need a recreation on CNN.com because we already saw it in the first scene of Snakes on the Plane. <laughs> You're right, because it was a poignant film and it was a metaphor for how we Shut are up, held hostage not. on a plane. See, now you can't be serious. The Republicans, uh, represented by the Snakes... Our savior, Obama, and Samuel Jackson. Oh, Makes sense to me. <laughs> Big hands in the 407. Big hands, bitch. What's up, baby? Big hands, bitch. What you got? Uh, I would like to see the reenactment of Hurricane and, and Katrina's soccer because I love being called a damn refugee. Now, here's, yeah. <laughs> uh, leave here, refugee. I've been here for years. What? I didn't just move? <laughs> what the hell? Still. You know what would be interesting, though? That's actually not a bad idea. Just to see how people were reacting initially, mm-hmm. and to watch how everything not only went down, but broke down. Like, in real time. You just, do you just kind of think back and remember, like, Yahoo, and how they had white people finding the goods they needed to survive. And the other ones And looting. then it was black people with the same stuff, bread and water, wading through the water that was up to their chest, and they were stealing. They were looting, but the mm-hmm. white folks were finding supplies. <laughs> what about uh, then? Uh, on that uh, respect, what about the tsunami? Do you want to see that one? No, that was a terrible, terrible day. What? what? Why would we want to re? What? Why would I, we want to uh, relive that? I don't want to go through those emotions again. I was You're ha- an animal. I was. You want that for entertainment? No, but that bitch's uh, boyfriend died. That was good. What the hell? What are you, you talking, talking about? about? Yeah. The supermodel. <laughs> Nobody wanted him around. He was a Shut douche. your mouth. You're a she can walk. Come on. Shock. She Shock. walks Shock. now. Dirty Sanchez in the 386. Hey, guys. How you doing? All right. Hey, I think I'd like to see the footage of when uh, when the meteor killed all the dinosaurs. I think that would be neat. That would be interesting. Uh, now, here's one. Here's the thing. I haven't watched that in forever. I know we got to dust off the old 8 millimeters, mm-hmm. but there is a good chance that we could find that. How about this one? L.A. riots, real time. Frank in the 407. The whole thing. Yeah, I was t- t- thinking about doing the anniversary of Rodney King, the beating of that, and, and then all the riots that happened in Los Angeles following I'm, the I, trial and all that. My apologies for stealing your thunder. I'd love to see it go down, though. Again? Why not? <laughs> Let's do it. I'm headed to Eatonville to get it started. I prefer, you know, the re- recreation of Reginald Denny. How about that? That was in the riots. <laughs> 
Is there that the guy that two made... riots, though. Yeah, that is true. Let's even go back. Famous riots throughout the years. Watts. You got all of them. Tulsa or Tucson, whichever one that was. All right, how about this? When this MSU one... got knocked out of the Final Four? This is what I'd like to see. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Or when they won. Didn't yeah. they also riot when they won, too? That was a happy one, though. Oh. How about the rewatching of the Red Sox win in the World Series? Oh, that'd be nice. Well, Wouldn't that be chunks? I'd like to uh, the heat over the Mavs. Now, here's what's funny. You say that. I was thinking about that today. I don't know what made me think of that, but when we were in D.C. and when, and when the Red Sox came storming back <laughs> to beat the uh, Yankees three nothing, we were on the air and how chunks disintegrated. He's and I just thought about out of the studio. Yeah, I thought about how it truly was poetic justice for you mm-hmm. and yeah. your stupid well, Malloy my revenge to watch the Heat defeat the Mavs. Son of a bitch! I hate you. You know I'm. Uh... I'm really interested to uh, go back and rewatch the uh, building of Stonehenge. I think that would be interesting. Let's make it happen. CNN.com's mm-hmm. doing it with 9/11. Why can't we? We got real TV now. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Who is this? Rihanna. It's my lesbian ex-girlfriend. So hide out, Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Friday night's a hip-hop bumper music. Breaking hip-hop news. After 40 years of performing rock music, pop ballads, and movie soundtracks, Blank is now looking to cross over into another musical genre. Hip hop. Fill in the blank. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. And I give you a prize. Is that a tough one? Yes. Soupy sales. <laughs> Not too far off. Um. Now, what? What's the history of this? Uh, it, will you give us male or female? Hmm. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> I think it's enough of a hint. Depends. Dauber. I want to bring my songs and melodies to hip-hop beats. A bit like No Diggity by Blackstreet. Oh. <laughs> I love the way you work it. Mm-hmm. Blank told the music magazine he would like to work with producer Dr. Dre and a variety of ar- artists. I like the playoffs. Uh, K-Mike says, Engelbert Humperdinck. Love me, Siegel. Close. So, older person. Again, 40 years of performing rock, pop, and movie soundtracks. Oh, I think I got it. You want to type it to me or say it into my ear? No. Not Steven Tyler. Not Steven Tyler. Nope. Uh, I guess that wouldn't be 40 years. I can't believe this. I don't. It, I'll tell you this. It's maybe the most awkward. Like I don't see how this person could make hip hop records. Let me see. All right. You're getting closer, but no, not Barry Manilow. Four, if you can guess it, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Shig in the 321. What's up, Shig? What's going on? Who is it? 
Boy George. You're even closer, but it is not Boy George. Let's say you're on the right side of the fence. I got to guess. All right. That's it, J-Dubs. You got it. Nice. J-Dubs, you win a prize. But if you can guess the same one as J-Dubs, 407-916-1041. Was that hint good enough on the yes, same side of the fence? Definitely. All right, people are saying bipolar, uh, bipolar Steve. <laughs> bipolar Steve says Michael Jackson. New. Let's go to Demand. Demand, what do you got? I think it may be Pat Boone. Pat Boone. New. No. Not Pat Boone. He is pretty gay, though. <laughs> is he? No. <laughs> Tommy's guessing Neil Diamond. <laughs> that is before all the new hints. Not Neil Diamond. What about Burt Bacharach? No, not Burt Bacharach. But he sells Geico Insurance now. Steven. What do you got, Steven? Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney? That would make sense because he'd get just split up and he could be going a little loony right now. No, not Paul McCartney. Again, Blank vows to make a hip-hop record. After 40 years of performing rock music, pop ballads, and movie soundtracks, Blank is yet looking to cross over to another music genre, hip-hop. I want to bring my songs and melodies to hip-hop beats. A bit like No Diggity by Blackstreet. <laughs> I can't even see it. Maria. What do you got, Maria? Prince. Who is it? Prince. Prince. Uh, no. No. Not Prince. Although He's you, a womanizer, You though. could still be on the right side of the fence. Let's go to Mary. Mary, what do you got, Mary? David Bowie. David Bowie, no. No. Although, I, David Bowie's a guy I'd like to see throwing out some hip-hop. He's just odd enough to... I, I think, think he could work out for him. Yeah. He's one of those guys that I respect, but I'm not a real big fan of the music, if that makes any sense. Completely. I, I like Afraid of Americans, but other than that, I don't know. David Bowie could pull it off, because didn't he uh, date Grace Jones for a little while back then? You know, you're yeah. right. He's been there. Yep. He's had a taste. Did so he, ma- he knows what it's like. He dated Grace Jones? I'm pretty sure. I thought he... Are you sure not getting confused with the Mon? Yeah. All right, whatever. whatever. Who he was married Jose. to. Jose, well, who do you got? What do you got, Jose? I got, I got George Michael. That you're is very close. such a good guess. Again, very, very close. You're on the right side Duet of the close. stall. <laughs> yeah, you're on the right side of the stall, but I'm sorry, that's not it. That's and, not... and Atlantic. <laughs> Joe. How do you know that? Go ahead, Joe. Is it Neil Young? No, you moved away. Yeah. Cold. That's, I like that. I like the game. You're hotter now. You're hot. You remember playing that stupid game when you were growing up? Hot and cold. I can't believe uh, people haven't guessed it. You've you've mentioned just about every possibility, but the well, one. the uh, the uh, correct guess is up here. All right. I'll take him. Jason. Jason, what do you got? Hey, it's got to be none other than Mr. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Elton John. That is correct. Congratulations, you are a winner. Hold on, my friend. A little breaking hip-hop news, because we do the hip-hop news update at 8. This I man, love him to jazz a song up. This man is going to bring back his songs and melodies to hip-hop beats, a bit like No Diggity by Blackstreet. Now, here's what's funny. Blackstreet, it's not hip-hop. It's R&B, I would exactly. think, closer. Listen to my old man. Got a lot to learn. He wants to work with Dre, <laughs> Pharrell, Timberland, Snoop, Kanye, Eminem. 
He did work with Eminem, though, didn't yeah. he? Well, he just did that one uh, duet with them on the what MTV, or yeah. was it the Grammys? Grammys. Grammys. Yeah. Isn't that after Eminem essentially came out and said he hated gay people? Well, they, they uh, the gay people came out against him because of his lyrics, and he was trying to uh, clear the air, saying, no, I don't hate gay people. I haven't liked Eminem since then. He sold out. So goodbye, Brick Road. Uh, uh. I prefer Tiny Dance. Word. I, will you buy the album just because yes. it's, uh, just to play it? Will it be better? Or well, will I it? have to. I have the whole uh, catalog at home. I have to add to it. it? Yes. I love the red piano. Ew. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that some sort of innuendo for that time of the month? Whatever. Who likes this? What's oh, I love this you? song. Thank you for telling him he's This could be a hip-hop track with the right producer. Kanye could probably freak this. Really? A a hip-hop song about a gay kid who gets sold out to to an old guy's friends. That's Kanye all over. Mm. Now let me... Ew. Let me ask you. I could see it getting sampled, but I couldn't imagine Elton John doing like... Is he going to rap? Or is he gonna do? Is he gonna sing to Pharrell's rapping? Like, how would it work? Why not? Do you remember uh, Randy Macho Man Savage? His album? Yes. His yeah. album was actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, I doubt that we have it back there, but uh, but we do have Hulk Hogan's rap back there with you. Oh, no. It's on, I believe, CD4. I can't oh. find it. See, uh, there's no. uh, Beast Patrol, which was a great rap, but uh, the uh, the uh, the I'm Macho not- Man one was uh, him calling out Hulk Hogan, trying to get him to box. Exactly. Be a man, Hogan. Be a man, Hogan. (laughs) Computer's broken, can't find it. Don't be scared. (laughs) (laughs) You're messing with the match match, what I heard. And he had some good beats, too. Mm -hmm. Beats were fabulous. All right. Unfortunately, Dubs, we don't have the Hulkster stuff. Yes, we do. No. CD4. It's right there. What is it? City 4? In the book. Okay, hold on a second. Let me see if I, can... I know you're going to run a bit on me, and I'm not going to like it. Alright, <laughs> CD 4. Oh, you're right, I found it. Hold on a second. Don't do it. Oh, oh you can't oh. break a CD, you puss. <laughs> it won't break! <laughs> you little girl hands. <laughs> it won't break, it won't rip. You're no Vin Diesel. <laughs> Play's got it together, they won't break. All right, fine. Let me see if I can put it in the CD player now. It's all bent. What's the name of the Hulk song? Uh, Beach Patrol. Beach Patrol. He made it work out for him. It may be warped. Sounds good to me. Oh. Ah! Damn it, dude. <laughs> Three minutes too late for the bit. Walking down the beach, looking for some action, had my radio set to a rap rock station. Saw a girl in trouble, a sticky situation. I wanted me to give her mouth a mouth of justification. Why? I think Randy can still take him. You know the words to this? Yes. Is that Jimmy Harsing back up? Probably. He's on the city too. When I caught the lifeguard, messing with my baby. So music runs in the family. That's why Blue Hogan's coming out. 
It doesn't beat, though, his uh, p- his power ballad, Hulkster in Heaven. Oh, God, no. Oh. Please. I need Hulkster in Heaven now. Oh. Double shot power. Oh. A rockin' r- r- rewind. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard this one, P-Dux? Hulkster in Heaven? I have not. About a kid who died of cancer? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Why do you laugh? Why do you laugh? <laughs> Why is that funny? Because you have to hear it. <laughs> I saw it on TV. I guess I'll be one empty seat when I wrestle at Wimbledon. How produced and overproduced is his voice in this? Just like his daughter. But now you've <laughs> tore my heart. I knew you were a Hulkin maniac right from the very start. Right from the start, you were my friend. <laughs> I could listen to this one all day long. I used to bump this in my car. Here's the crappy thing. Having worked with you for so long, I've heard this song so many times, it's grown on me. (laughs) We'll tag up again. Hate you for that. (laughs) I hate him. I wish Hulk's love could bring you back again. Radio Jihad. When did this come out? Uh, 1994. Wow. Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just Jimmy Hart has a song on there, too. Where? And uh, Hogan's Wife. I think I Hogan's Wife's song on there, too. Uh, Hulk's the One is Hogan's Wife singing. Uh, Wrestling Boot Traveling Band is uh, is uh, Jimmy Hart. Why do you know so much about this CD? Now I, I love to. it. I've had oh. it since, like, 1998. Hold on. I keep getting told to play this tr- this new track here. This is Hogan's wife. Wife sings too? Yep. Oh my goodness. Right, I don't even care about I that. I just one. don't want to be here. <laughs> Why? I hate these songs. They're just serious. They're I the best. I seriously feel like I just got punched in the stomach. <laughs> I don't. Jimmy Hart. What? This one's good. Sit down. Matt, sit down. No. Matt. No. Do not leave. <laughs> I know all this. Can we get a Brooke Hogan song? I packed up my boots and I jumped in my car. And I headed for the Sunshine State. I hate you. Ridiculous. Got to get to the hook of this one. I gave her a call. She said everything was great. Hold on. 
Sincerely, the wrestling boot traveling band. I hate, oh, I hate you so much. Hair chick Iris in the 407. Yeah. Hey guys, um, I love the show, but I was thinking since Elton John wants to come out with something more, what, what did he say, um, hip hop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to hear him get with K-Fed and sing a little bit of Popo's Out. See, here's what, here's what I'm thinking. If he does Goodbye, it, Popo's Out. it's going to sound like Popo's Out. Yeah. Popo's Out. Wow, wow, wow. All right, so hideout on Radio 104.1. Sincerely, the wrestling boot traveling band. Friday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Wrap it up this hour, too. Uh, also, Dubs, uh, on tap for tonight, it is Manhole's last night with the mm-hmm. show. He will be moving on, uh, actually going back to school up, up at Florida State University. Mm-hmm. What about the University of Florida? I forget. Yeah, University of Florida. All right, University of Florida. No, it's Florida State University. Oh. Seminoles. Why are you wearing a University of Florida shirt, then? No, I'm not. You were. Yeah, but that's because <laughs> both my parents went there, and I've been a Gator fan ever since I was a kid. Why didn't you tell us that earlier? I've explained this already. Oh. Hmm. Well, we're going to miss you and your insight. But, uh... <laughs> compelling that's yeah. what you are well i uh i do like the kid a lot and we'll chat with him in a bit uh also too dubs forbes.com taps milwaukee as america's drunkest city which listen makes I, sense i understand because you support the product well not only that the beast do you think that's what they have mm-hmm. the beast at every corner um when you're growing up up north you know and you're hanging out in a place like milwaukee or lansing mm-hmm. you have to drink just to get by life, you need some sort of altered state constantly. Well, especially during the winter when everything's gray. The sky blends right in with the gray snow. And I, I can understand it. But let me ask you. Uh, there was a bar in Milwaukee. Uh, they uh, interviewed people out there calling the drunk state. Uh, they sell 900 cans of uh, Paps Blue Ribbon between 7 and 10 p.m. every night. 900 cans. Well, they got a special. It's dollar paps. Still nine hundred cans at a, a bar and a dollar seventy blue ribbon and a dollar seventy five burger. That's true. Is it cans? Have you ever seen cans sold at a bar? Only PBR and uh, what? Uh, there's another one that they always sell cans of. What Fosters? is this? Foster's. Yeah. I've never seen cans served at a bar before. Oh, wow. I am looking to get drunk tonight after the open door. I really scale back on my drinking. Yeah, get uh, the Milwaukee's best. See, I'm not... In honor of. My my stepdad used to drink Milwaukee's Throw best. some beast in your stomach. Mm. The beast. I don't know if I'm particularly interested. So what would it take, though, if that's the thing to do is to get drunk in a place like uh, Milwaukee? Like, is that something... Like, what, what makes you want to go to a city? What uh, makes a city appealing to me to live at? Um... I think I, I I don't drink a lot, but I do like a good drinking scene for some reason. I think that's important to me. You remember how much we used to go downtown like when we very first got here? Oh, yeah. I hadn't been downtown in 666 party, Makos. Really? You know what? That might be the same for me. 
I don't think I've been, been oh well I mean the church we did the uh, the poker tourney but that was you know technically that's when I went downtown but as far as drinking hanging out downtown mm-hmm. I honestly don't think that I've been back since Mako's and the 666 party I, I tell say. you what, I tell you what a te- what a what a what a city has to have a major sports team yeah you have to have at least one and that's why I beg Orlando to hold on to the magic because you lose so much credibility as a city, yeah, definitely. Otherwise, you turn into Grand Rapids, <laughs> you know, and God knows you don't want that. I like uh, relaxed smoking laws when I'm in a city. Hmm. That's one reason Which I'm taking a drawback of Orlando. That's one reason I'm looking to move to Chicago because you don't even smoke in your car. You're looking to not allow you to do that. That'll never pass. If uh, it does, give me a ticket. I don't care. How about weather? Does that affect your decision? Nah. I mean, maybe for a, like a place like Michigan, but otherwise, yeah. not particularly. I can I can roll with anything. I'm down here in Florida. I grew up in Texas. Dealt with you know D.C. where it was but, more of all the seasons. Yeah, D.C. wasn't bad because the the uh, winter wasn't terribly piling on like Michigan. But Michigan was crazy. I mean, are we at the points where like quality of chicks? Do you think that a lot of people look at that or no? I can't imagine like it, if it were ranked really high of hey this is a place where you can go and the chicks are incredibly hot. If you're in college, like for colleges, do you think that you know the ranking that Playboy does? I mean that's how Arizona State and Arizona that's how they get a lot of their guys. True. When I went to Texas Tech University, it was ranked number two. That really? Year. Yeah, actually it was. <laughs> that's a shocker. No, <laughs> dude, Tech actually had. Here's the thing about Tech. Here's why it wasn't worked very out so Christian well. though. No, well, no, not particularly. It was, it was a lot of the girls who were hot, but not quite smart enough to get into A and M or UT. Oh, <laughs> so they had to go out to Lubbock. Well, that's not bad then. Yeah, and they ranked. But the bad thing about that, it was a dry area, so it's hard to get harder at least to get those girls drunk. Oh, that's why they pledged. And you're in a sorority mm. or fraternity, you're getting drunk no matter what it is. But it was funny. We were number two that year, I guess, behind UCLA, and that was the big thing. Does traffic really uh, affect your decision? You know. Wherever you are with traffic, it always it's always the worst. Mm. Today I'm driving on 414. Ooh. I'm like, damn the lights. And then I'm thinking to myself, I've been in much worse. I've been, you know, grew up with a Metroplex in Dallas. I went up in Detroit. You're driving through the snow where people can't drive on 275. DC in the Beltway. I'm like, what am I bitching about 414 for? Get over it already. So traffic, man, whatever. That's why I just try to live close to wherever I'm working. 407-916-1041, One more hour, then we move on to the uh, open door policy on this Friday night in the hideout. It's a hideout, Rural Radio, 104.1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Hour 3, it's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Hit us up, 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Heretics on their way to the studios for the open door mm-hmm. policy. That happens from 10 to 11. Everyone chats it up on the new message board, or the new uh, chat room on the message board, hideoutheretics.net, fullblownage.com. The open door policy at the end of the week is the opportunity for all of us to get together and hang out. Uh, tomorrow, J-Dubs, we are out at the real race. All right, let's talk about this. So, 
I come into the office, and Wild Bill's already sitting in the office. Wild Bill from sales. Yeah. Like, just talking about the real race and what we got going on tomorrow in Bithlow and some of the other stuff that he has planned for us coming up. Are you nervous? I wasn't until I heard that son of a bitch talking, to be honest with you. And then I hear him talking about someone flattening their car. It was like a <laughs> pancake. And the driver lived. And he asked the driver, how do you do it? And the driver says, it's all about timing. You have to lay down at the right time. Apparently the car flattened. And he survived it. Yeah. But uh, because he, he, had, he knows how to... Uh, because he has the timing down <laughs> on when you crash into the wall. What? Yeah. He knows how what? to... That, yeah. You didn't just hear? Were you not in the room for that? I didn't that? know what you meant by timing. I, I didn't know he meant to crash into the wall. Yes. Oh, There's this man. thing about crashing into the wall. Duck and, and cover. Yeah, exactly. I didn't realize that this real race tomorrow is genuinely putting our lives There's, You know, line. they're just like old Omnis that have, like, <laughs> moderate cages in them. Yes, one of the cars is like an 86 Dodge Omni. <laughs> I'm serious. It's like all the yep. old crappy Mustangs. Like, not the good ones, the ones from, like, the 80s. Oh, the 83s? <laughs> oh, those things are horrible. The four bangers? Yeah. Oh. Hatchbacks? No, some of them are only three bangers, apparently. <laughs> Dirty Jim's car started smoking the other day. All right, so who is racing for me, Tro? Uh, Jack and Otto, Drunky, uh, Tuttle, Dirty Jim, uh, you and myself, Cabin, and... I hope and Tuttle I... didn't hear you uh, say you didn't want him around this year in the... Uh... Fantasy draft. You Whatever. might be angry. Bring it, you waterhead. Cabin, <laughs> and I think they're uh, looking at either Jimmy D or Gomer. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Gomer. Gomer. No. Gomer. Hey, Gomer. Gomer. You did, man. Uh, he's gonna remember. It. He's gonna remember what you said about him being SBK's dog. And he's gonna put you into a wall. No, 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 no. And how you said uh, his face looks like uh, naughty bits. Oh, oh yeah. You kept calling him gay too, which is odd. What? Yeah. He's so straight, but you kept calling him gay. All right, here's the thing about Gomer. I said that he. I didn't say it was SBK's dog. I said he was his shadow. Oh. And it's true. What? Your exact words were big gay dog. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shut up, you ass. <laughs> Hey, all right, so hold on a second. Let me get this. This is tomorrow on Bithlow. Yeah. All right, at the Orlando Speed World. Look at you just laughing because you're going to get me killed by Gomer tomorrow. So, am I the only, other than Dirty Jim, like, quote-unquote, show host that agreed to do this? Yep. I guess so, man. Yeah, they uh, they brought it up to me, and uh, Chunk said, oh, I want to do it. So, Did? Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Pete I can really use it. Just to let you guys know, I actually saw this when Real Rock did it a few months back, mm -hmm. and it's bananas, so you better be very careful. Oh, boy. I'm drinking beforehand. It's the weekend. <laughs> Can we? Yeah, I mean, why not? I don't think that, like, the normal laws apply, so I think you can probably drink and drive if you want to. I mean, you're not, you know, in public streets. I don't know if that necessarily... You, in fact, I'm almost positive you can't even drink and ride go-karts. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Work for Billy Martin. You can't drink and ride a bike. Yeah. No. So much less go out and race. Well, I plan to. <laughs> that doesn't... I'm going to have a little hip flask with me. All right, so hold on a second. <laughs> How many cars are there going to be? Oh, man. All right, so, all right. Eight? Oh, and Wild Bill's driving, too. All right, well, that's like 12 people, because we got Tuttle, Drunky, Dirty Jim. Mm. Then we have... I think it's 10 overall. Cabin, Gomer. Mm -hmm. Then we have Jack Otto... 
Me, you, Chunks, and Wild, Wild Bill. Bill. Yeah. Ten. Christ Almighty. And it's a small track too. Like I, I think you, you can only really top out around sixty-five, seventy, and your wheels are still squeaking around the turn. And yeah, well, you have to do hundred and four uh, laps too. I found out that we're still racing even in the rain, <laughs> which is bad. That's flippy time. Where the bumblebee suit? That's what that is. Oh, there's not enough fire suits to go around. What? Yeah. I get one. <laughs> you have to do pick a potato to get the fire suit. And helmets, I'm not sure of if we're having. We have to have But there's a roll cage. That doesn't help in an Omni? I was asking Drunky. I was like, <laughs> I was like Drunky, he goes, I said, do they have, like, the cage uh, on top of the gas tank, you know, like they would in a demolition derby? No, it's redneck ration. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> what is that? No, 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 no. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, in a destruction derby or yeah, demolition like derby. like whenever you're hitting people and everything like that, they kind of modify the cars and take the uh, the uh, gas tank away from a uh, a high hit zone. But he says it. He says the car could but, uh, catch what, on fire, whoa. but it might not blow up. What? What happens if you hit a gas tank? You could blow up. <laughs> Ever seen a Pinto get hit? Oh, that's what you're riding in, too. Mm. Right, listen, I need you boys for two seconds to stop bitting and talk to me for real. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so worried. Uh, he might not be far from the truth. <laughs> what, is, what is he driving? Don't tell me I got stuck with an Omni or whatever it is. Sure, sure I won't tell you. <laughs> You'll just find out. Yeah, sure, I won't tell you. I you got, got a nice Lincoln Town car. There you go. The bigger, the better. Can I get a Volvo? I hear they're safe. Volvo. Volvo. All right. This is uh, tomorrow night go in ahead. Orlando Speed World in Bithlow, RealRadio.fm. Uh, Bubba's going to be singing the national anthem, Stunts by Drunky and Tuttle, and then the real race. 104 laps. Go take a look at RealRadio.fm, the monster section. Look at the pictures of the cars they were racing, and especially Dirty Jim's car. Let's go to Jason in the 407. What's up, Jason? Hey, what's up, Pepe? Yo, dope. I got uh, two words for you. Uh-huh. Fail or not. See, that, it, that doesn't help. That doesn't help. <sighs> oh, I forgot to tell you. Uh, you're not supposed to uh, try not to get hit in your uh, passenger side bumper, because <laughs> then you go right into the wall and probably die. Are we taking left turns? Uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah, sure. I would imagine. I? Even though I don't think we are. What? What? <sighs> Treehouse. All right, where is it under? Ask Triple R. Uh, I think Dirty Jim. All right, Dirty. Oh, it's race time. Okay, there it is. Dear Dirty. Maybe you guys can warm up on bikes first. You saw that bike video I sent you today. All right, let me read what he says. Yes. Uh, here's the Dirty Jim writes on Dear Dirty on Monsters.fm. Firstly, let me call Russ a complete bastard for conning us into this stupid-ass race. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yes, What's I going told on? you. Whoa. Yes. What's up? Oh, these cars! Yeah. Explain them to me. I... 89? I'll tell you what it is. I, this is... What is this? A Capri? What, what is that? I've seen that in, like... In, like, Boys in the Hood. In the heat of the night? Chevy Nova. That's, that's a Nova? Yeah, but not the good one. Oh, and those flaps around the bumper? What is that? You think it's steel, but it's not. They actually blow up. That's a Ford Taurus, dude. That one is, yes. X-Con in the 863. 
Hey, man, uh, I just want to tell everybody here at Trunks, man, don't beat that Dodge Omni, because uh, I have one back in Arkansas, but with mudding in it. Well, uh, we got it stuck, of course, and a friend of mine took his big truck and rammed it in the back end about three or four times. And, of course, it didn't come unstuck, so he backed up. We're going to talk about how to get it out, man. It's just burst into flames. Thanks, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, you enjoy that one. There's no there's no air conditioning either, and apparently it gets hot as hell. Of course but it if does. But you if you Look don't have the fire suits. suit, then you're good. It only gets hot if you have the fire suit. 104 laps. All right, look at this one. You got. <laughs> yeah, I know. You gotta go to monsters.fm and go to Dear Dirty. The Ford Taurus, from the driving alone, the bumper has bent because of the wind. Like what? the wind bent the bumper. Yes. We are gonna die tomorrow. I told you guys. Wait a while, Bill. Get us into. Let's go to Matt in the 321. Look at the smoke coming from these things. It's like a takeoff. Hey, Matt. It's hey. shuttle time. What's up? Bob's. Yo. Hey. How you guys doing? All right. What you got, buddy? Hey. Are you guys going to be wearing Hans devices? I don't know what. No, I'm there not, isn't. There's no harnesses? Uh, no. No neck braces. No neck braces. Nothing. No, there isn't. Damn, I asked. It's hardcore. <laughs> Here's the thing, I think insurance might cover a little bit, like an arm or a leg. No, it has to. If you die, then nothing. Well, I didn't sign anything, by the way. Oh, Drunky told me... uh, Maybe I... I don't want to get you too nervous. All right, I'm looking at... Now I'm on Drunky's uh, portion. Drunky was telling me today, after he took the turns, I guess even at taking it around 50 miles an hour, one of the turns, and he's familiar with cars, he said he could feel the wheels shudder to the point where he knew they were really close to falling off. And he knows cars. He looked at it afterwards, and he said that the, the, the hub was loose, which is a bad sign. All right, K-Mike says that Dirty Jim had to get medical assistance after being stuck in the car for 15 minutes, but you're in good shape, you'll be fine. I don't know what that <laughs> means, if he's being sarcastic or not. Wild talking the 813. Well, I was thinking that Hefe could volunteer his own car if he's afraid of the cars that they're using. Uh, here, there's, been to a there's, a thing about, there's a thing about the real race, no gay cars. <laughs> yeah, I'll so. take the Dodge Omni. <laughs> what the hell, man? Scion's badass. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is, it is. I'm some very uh, conversion van. Yes. Was a Prism. Pro- protege. And 94 Ford American made, baby. Go Japs! Please. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm seeing this. We have to do uh, Dukes of Hazard style getting into the cars. Yes, of course. The doors don't open. I see you do that. Not the doors are welded. It's just a frame. There's nothing in the car but a driver's seat and like metal prongs and stuff. Not quite sure I'm nimble enough to make that happen. <laughs> you better. You don't want to jump on one of those prongs. Trust me. So everyone else has gotten practice at this thing except for you and Chunks. Yeah. And there are pictures of Drunkie and uh, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. And Wild Bill. I'd rather ride Charlie Murphy. I'll be honest. Don't be racist. Nah. West in the 321. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, buddy? Hey, listen, I was out there watching them rednecks race the buses one night, man. Them guys are crazy. They got, like, bicycle helmets on and T-shirts and jeans with, like, a strap seatbelt. That's it. I can't wait to see this tomorrow except for I'm participating. Yeah. <laughs> it would be. It sounds like it's going to be great fun to watch. Watch a radio personality die tomorrow night out at uh, the real race in Bithlow. That's a shame. 
dude. I'm You're telling you. You're going to be one of them. People are going to hate me. I'll and tell you now. I'm going to go about 20 miles an hour. Dude, then You're going to get rammed from yeah, behind. That's just even more dangerous. No, no, no. Hold on. I'm going to slow it down, let everyone go, and just try to keep up to the last person. And that's that, it. That might not be a bad idea, or, but you're going to have to go more than 20. Yeah, to slam the brakes on, and you'll crash right into them. I, you will. Uh, trust me, I'll go Tony Stewart on their ass. Whoever knocks me out, I will punch. I don't care who it is. What if you're dead? You unless can't punch him. Unless it's Blackbeam, but he's not racing, so. Oh. Anyone else I'll take out. I wouldn't mess with their, uh, with uh, Blackbeard. That's crazy. Grim Reaper in the 666. Hey, uh, LFA. What? Uh, are you ready? Shut up. <laughs> eat it. I'm coming for you. All right. It's the hideout. Lap 86. Lap 86. What? Lap 86. It's hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, real races tomorrow right, at uh, the Orlando Speed World in Bithlow. All details on realradio.fm. We'll see you out there. Are you, um, I was thinking, are you going to, like, call your mom and your dad <laughs> and be like, hey, I just want to tell uh, you. I would leave letters at least at your place to be sent out. Uh, you know what? Let I'm me give you a quick update on why I almost want to die. Tomorrow night. Okay. No, remind me about that. All right. Okay. First though, because we were uh, talking about the real race, this is all set up by uh, Wild Bill on the third mm-hmm. floor. Let's get his open. Uh, <laughs> if we could, please. Hold on. I have a quick beds. Wild Bill story. Um, from uh, from today. Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch bitch. that works in the third floor, Wild Bill from Sales. So Wild Bill, third floor, you've heard him. I highly encourage you to go to hideoutheretics.net and watch the real TV um, highlight clip Mm -hmm. on hideoutheretics.net where we also have the unfiltered chat so that you can see just how nutty this guy is uh, legitimately. Well... We played for this for you earlier this week, and I want to play it for you again. This is Wild Bill calling in to the Shannon Burke show. Uh, and we apologize to Burke for encouraging Wild Bill the way we have. I think he's great for the air, but maybe it's just a, a hideout thing because he is uh, awful. I think Like, he's so uncomfortable mm-hmm. on all the other shows. So my apologies, uh, Shannon Burke again, but here's, this is from earlier in the week. Shannon Burke Show, Middays here on Roll Radio. Here's Wild Bill. What's up, man? Hey, guys. It's Bill from the third floor. Yeah, Bill. I had to call in and say, SBK, I missed you. I missed you. Oh, man. Now, how much did you miss me? <laughs> I th- well, it's just not the same without you. I mean, not that uh, the show can't go on without you. I don't, yeah, thanks. You know, yeah, thanks a lot, different. Wild Bill. It's different. Appreciate it. Dick. It's different. Anyways, welcome back, dude. Well, thank you. Hey, Definitely. you know the... Uh, I forgot to make some snide sales guy remark, but I guess... I... <laughs> no, 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 no. What were you going to say? No, nothing. <laughs> uh, that the, like, when you were on vacation last week, the sales department was awesome without you. <laughs> By the way, it was killer down so, there. I didn't, loved it. I didn't mean it like right, that. Thanks. Jesus. Backhanded. Anyway. All right. Oh, go away. <laughs> that gets me every time. He wants to be called Bill anyway. from the third floor now, not Wild Bill. He's trying to... It, Separate himself from the wild. Is he really wild? Hell yeah, he wild. He didn't do anything wild yet. He caught and stalked me this morning. He wasn't doing anything wild. Just wait till Saturday. He just called the show. That's pretty wild. That's wild? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) 
407-916-1041 is our telephone hey, number. at least he listens. And I agree with the soul brother. At least he listens. Mm-hmm. And he sells for the shows. I don't know why I've made it a mission to make Wild Bill into a star. So I love playing the clips of when he calls the other shows. So, because he's on our show and he's just, uh, to me, he's radio gold. Other people hate him. Mm-hmm. But he, you love him or you hate him. Nobody says, well, Bill, man, whatever. And you just don't, son you, of a bitch. you don't hear it. You know what I mean? It's love or hate. I guess this is Wild Bill. You want to set this up? I got an email um, <clears throat> on MySpace about this call. Chunks, you got it? Uh, you got a little setup for us? Yeah. Um, he hit up uh, Burke earlier in the week, and why not make your next stop the Monsters in the Morning at eight fifteen? All right. Here and we- of course, he tries sliding in again. I, and- got, I got about seven emails. You have to pull the audio from this one. Now, it was originally seven minutes long, but you uh, cut it down to two? I cut it down to about two minutes, mainly focused on his deuce chillery. Okay. okay. This is Monsters of the Morning, of course, mornings here on Real Radio 104.1 and XM 152. Hey, uh, Bill, you're on with the Monsters. Hey. Good morning. Good morning, Monsters. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Good morning, Bill. Good. Uh, just so you know, I've been practicing this morning on I-4. For the for the race. Is this Wild Bill, the sales guy? <laughs> yes, sir. All right, first of all, there was the first joke he expected to get over, I, yep. it, whether it was a joke or not. Radio Jihad. Quite a few more. Good. Uh, just so you know, I've been practicing this morning on I-4 for the for the race. Is this Wild Bill, the sales guy? <laughs> yes, sir. Anyway, I, I, uh, I successfully drafted a Budweiser truck. And uh, Radio Jihad. <laughs> Matt, what are you doing? No. Why'd you punch out on Wild Bill? <laughs> he can't handle the deuce chillery. Dude, you, you have to handle the deuce chillery. <laughs> I can't believe. And um, you mean drafted them onto your team Bill, of drinking yeah. psychos? Bill, and I found out that uh, anyway. Do you know cops actually have undercover? They're driving Lincoln Town Cars man, now. Man, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. <laughs> you are the craziest person I've ever met. Why is the people that have absolutely nothing funny to say have the best phone lines? I don't know. <laughs> this guy's like he's calling from NASA. <laughs> That's so true. This is like when a white comedian goes to the Apollo, mm-hmm. and it's just it just bombs. No one's buying it, and the crowd just wants them out. And this is Listen, disgusting. I love it though. I'm usually not a fan of anything cringe. Like if something cringe comes on television, I'll change it. Really? Because I don't like the douche chill. But for some reason, I love it with Wild Bill. It's just, I don't know. I've, I've wanted to punch him a few times. I know you have. I've seen you. <laughs> one, that one time when he was in, you were rubbing your temples. Third floor, representing the third floor. I know. Said it four times in a goddamn row. I know. When he came, when you walked in this mo- this afternoon and he was in the office, mm-hmm. I saw you roll your eyes. <laughs> like you were Catherine Brown, a program director. Bitch. I have to go through this again. Again, so Hideout Row Radio 104.1. This was our uh, wild bill from the... S- from the third floor. Uh, Salesman here at the hideout. Calling into the monsters this morning. No, I heard I heard what you were saying this morning about the monsters must win. I'm going to tell you something. I'm out to win, too, guys. I'm out to win, too. And I represent the third floor, damn it. You have the creepiest laugh uh, other than a vampire. On acid. <laughs> what? That's not true. Um, uh, yeah. Guys, I'm looking forward to this race. I've been practicing myself. 
Anyway, that's yeah, the voice that lures 14-year-old boys in the van. In my <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you got more shag carpet in your grill than anybody I know, dude. <laughs> you whistle when you laugh. I like you because yeah. I think I have to like you, so you don't kill me. Yeah, you're crazy, man. I always think that you're carrying a knife or something. Gentlemen, you just wait till tomorrow's race. Yeah, I will race. kill everyone. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to believe this, guys. What? Oh man, and they have white jackets on. Uh. I'll be off in a second. Anyway. Are you oh, God, hold on. Radio Jihad. Radio what was that? That's a bomb. Wait. In every sense of the word, oh, a bomb. Was, was he? Was that? Say, saying he was in a, a sane asylum. Oh. Oh, they have white jackets. So mm. now he's doing a whole lot of stuff. It'll be right there. Yeah. Doing a whole little play there that no one's buying. Gentlemen, you just wait till tomorrow's race. Yeah. I will race. kill everyone. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to believe this, guys. What? Oh, man, and they have white jackets on. Uh, I'll be off in a second. <laughs> anyway. Uh, are you in the Burlington? Yeah, uh, here's the thing. This is a salesman. He is a salesman who wears a suit and a tie to the third floor here at Clear Channel every day. Every day. Tie's very short, too. Well, it's a big belly. Mm -hmm. Are you in the yeah, Burlington doing comedy? Right now? <laughs> oh, he's doing comedy. That was the, the psychiatric ward. Oh. Doctors coming to get him off the phone. I like oh. it. Now listen, go, I like it. Go down to the third floor and walk in there and wait for your applause. I'm sure everyone yes. on the third floor, all the salespeople, are going to be so proud that you represent them. And 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 uh, just have a good day, Bill. You too. All right. <laughs> off his nut. Wow. And yeah. the part I cut out was another four minutes of them what? bashing him afterwards. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. And it was basically, I cut out the stuff that we covered when we were talking about our promo meetings, which was going on Thursday the other day. They said the same exact thing. They said Catherine Brown always rolls his eyes at him. Her eyes. <laughs> Her eyes at him. Oh, you're she's, fired. She's gorgeous. <laughs> running down the boss chunks. Animal. Uh, ah, damn it. What? We had someone online, but they dropped off. About Wild Bill. Mm -hmm. Let me um, let me say this. I now want to take this Wild Bill saga to another level. Oh, Chunks, it is your duty to get another salesperson to come on the show and talk about Wild Bill. Because <laughs> I want to know. I'm sure who they'll. Uh, I don't think that'll be, be a problem. In fact, if there's one of the other ones still here, maybe I'll go get him. Get that hot one that always follows him around. Ed Bruce? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know, that one chick. All right, let's take a break. Come back. You know how I was telling you I wanted to die tomorrow at the real race? Yes. Let me explain why. The saga continues and the health problems for El Jefe. Oh, God. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Pose their stuffy rules on him. It's great. That's, he's a, that's freedom. He's not afraid of being weird and not acting like a corporate drone. You're kidding me. You heard him in the office today, right? He almost killed one of the interns when you were gone. Because wow. he caught me editing that audio, and he just goes, and holds the real race trophy up above the intern's head. And he turned bright red, and he started to bring it down. <laughs> So, he was pissed off about us uh, playing that guy? what is that? I'm like, don't worry about it. That's <laughs> uh, just a clip from the monsters and you, dummy. Uh, Real Race tomorrow, Orlando, Speed World, and Bithlow. All the Real Radio shows competing against each other. Details, realradio.fm. We'll see you out there tomorrow. And, Hefe, you said... Uh, Doors at 5.30. You're looking forward to the possibility of dying? Yeah. So, back in May... I went in for an exam mm -hmm. with a rectal colon specialist because of uh, Lucky. extra blood, mm -hmm. I suppose.
Any and blood back I, there is extra. Yeah. So I, I there was a problem, but I needed to schedule my um, my colonoscopy. But I needed yeah, just wait. But I needed my um, my insurance proof that I had before the insurance I had before this. It's called a HIPAA certificate. Otherwise, I have to pay six hundred dollars up front. Yeah. To get invaded by six feet of hose. <laughs> So fine and blood work and the whole thing. So finally, I get it taken care of, and it hasn't gotten any better, possibly worse. So I'm like, I gotta schedule this colonoscopy. It's yeah. time now. I've been putting it off for too long. It's time to make it happen because I felt so violated by the initial exam mm-hmm. that you were afraid to get the colonoscopy. By the way, you can hear my breakdown <laughs> on the iTunes podcasting. I don't know if it's under wadcasting or general wadcasting. Yeah. <laughs> But it's five segments of me coming in later on that day having filled raped, like I was raped. Felt like I was raped. Mm-hmm. Well, so, you kind of were. Yeah. So I call to set up my appointment. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready for that colonoscopy. And at least the thing about the colonoscopy is they knock you out. Mm-hmm. Or, the, uh, the exam, you're fully awake. Oh, yeah. For the violation. But for... Uh, but for the colonoscopy, well, they don't knock you out, but they give you, like, a volume or something. You don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. You're awake, so you can say stuff, but you don't, you know. Like, nah. <laughs> like a Ted Bundy thing. <laughs> like, ooh. So, I'm like. So you'll be awake to think of me. <laughs> so I call him and I say, hey. <laughs> I hate you. So I call him and say, hey, let's go Look ahead. Look at this face right here. It didn't work last time. It didn't work last time. Now, those of you on real TV, you can see that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I call. To set up your colonoscopy. And I'm like, hey, Monday would be preferable. This Mm -hmm. upcoming Monday. And she says, um, oh, you haven't been in since May. No, I haven't. We're going to have to redo the exam. (laughs) This is ass laughing. (laughs) Now, the first time... So you have to go in for the pretend dubs. And the first time, <laughs> the first time I wasn't expecting the exam. Mm. Now I know what's going to happen. So where I can maybe go to the Premier Adult Factory outlet and practice. Yeah. Stretch if I need to. <laughs> Some butterfly exercise. <laughs> and then the colonoscopy. Cod in three, two, one. Sub Cod. Hey, how's it going? What's up, bro? Guess what? What? That colonoscopy. You are so wrong about not feeling anything when you're under. Think about this. Have you ever had gas pains that hurt really bad? Yeah. Now, if air going through that part of your body causes that kind of discomfort, think about a solid tube bending through those things. Oh. The guy said I was going to have some mild discomfort. I got to tell you, guys. It was like somebody stuck a tube full of razors. I'm going to... A tube full of razors, though. Yes, I I get that. I got that. Uh Uh-huh. I figured I've paid my debts already. (laughs) 
Why didn't you just go ahead and do the colonoscopy? I begged you to. Honestly, dude, I, I, it was an insurance thing. I had mm. to wait. But you didn't have to wait as long as you actually did, did you? Then we went on vacation, mm -hmm. broadcasts. The thing is, he only does it like on Monday. Here's where I'm also in a problem. He only does it on Mondays. Mondays or Tuesdays. Mo I wanted to do it this Monday so I could clean my myself out on Sunday. Because mm -hmm. you got to take that like potion or whatever that cleans you out. Yeah, you have to take the, uh, the mixture. Well, I don't want to do it on a Tuesday... Because I don't want to have to run back and forth to the bathroom on the show Monday night. You know what I mean? Yeah, doing that stuff over the weekend would be preferable. Then Monday, September 4th, we do a live broadcast, uh, which will be announced. But we have mm. something planned for September 4th. And I certainly can't do it that Tuesday the 5th because we have the... Um, I don't want to have to run back and forth during the live broadcast, you know, having cleaned myself out. Then... That next Monday, we come back from the Monster Cruise. So I can't do it then either. I don't know what to do. I'm thinking maybe we take Monday night, the 11th off, and I clean myself out then. Mm -hmm. And then Tuesday, I go in and do it. I think, um... After the Monster Cruise. Yeah, I think the Monsters are taking that day off, too. <sighs> or Dubs can do the show. Are you doing the show solo? Um, there's some stuff going on where we, uh, we might be out and about. So I'm not sure exactly what's going on for those days yet. So anyway, there's a little update for those of you, because I know it's a constant joke, my ass is, <laughs> and my problems. So now i got to be re-raped. <laughs> hey. What? Rape me once, shame on you. Rape me twice, shame, shame on me. That's twice. A booster rape. Oh, man. <laughs> and then I got to... your booster rape? <laughs> And then I gotta. You're such an ass. And then I gotta get my colonoscopy. Look at y'all just loving it. You just wait, you jelly roll bastard. You're on your way. Matt falling to the ground from this joke. He's in the right position. No, he's not. You gotta lay on your side like a girl. Like you're being spooned. Yeah. What the hell? What are you posing for? Why are you posing, you ass? <laughs> Laugh it up. Yuck it up. How am I, the, uh, the crazy smoker who drinks way too many energy drinks, never having a problem? <laughs> karma, my friend. Karma. I have tons of bad, bad karma. And I don't. Look at poor Warren. <laughs> True. You know what it is? You don't care. Exactly. Uh, I don't put that stress on my uh, for myself. For me, it's guilt. Yeah. That makes me bleed <laughs> from odd areas. So there's a little update for you. Man. So now it's gonna be mid-September before I can get there, and I'm thinking it's cancer already. Whatever. Mm. I've just resided to that fact. I remove however much test uh, uh, intestine <laughs> you have to. You just hit manhole in the head. <laughs> With a water paper, hurt me, balling it up. I'm going from there. Wild Hawk in the 813. What do you got, Wild Hawk? It's, Hesse, uh, what did you do to get this kind of bad karma? It's like you raped a leprechaun on an Indian burial, burial ground. Uh, yeah, you would, it's um... Like a, a old Indian guy brushed your face and said, sinner. Uh, what? part of it's Chunks Maloik. 
Yeah, Chugs has a curse that he throws on Hepe called the Maloik, an old Italian curse. Yeah. It's a shame. Um, what? <laughs> Did you say a Saturday coming up soon is going to be really bad for him? Oh, you ask. Don't even. Don't even. Yeah, that's, oh, wait, that's pretty hard. So Hope, anyway. Hopefully it's not this Saturday. A real race tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You know, but honestly, whatever at this point. I'd rather crash and burn and go out like that. And you want get, to? Get good ratings for you guys. Uh, having my death be on, you know, the news everywhere. That'd Free up some awesome. salary space. Yeah. Well, you, I don't know, but not then, really. But you can bring down Shafee, and you guys can go on and do the skank shift or the treehouse, whatever you want to call it. Well, I don't know. Maybe you won't die though. Maybe you'll just be like really crispy and or, like. Well, I didn't even think of that possibility of uh, losing the ability of uh, walking a yeah. lamb. As long as, Reeves. Can, as long as I can call you Stackhouse. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Alright, someone just sent me a picture of their colon and said, It's not that bad, they'll give you a photo. Appreciate it. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1 on a Friday night. Open like door Disney. policy about to happen. Um, Now, do they do it like time like when you got for a ride? Yeah, different. Listen, I will ask Woo! at my re-rape mm-hmm. uh, next Thursday. I will ask him if there's any way we can get a videotape if we want to put the videotape up on the website. I really? I would do it. I mean, whatever. Why not? Sorry, but not on the air. It's innards. Mm-hmm. If I drive traffic to the website, I know Vetris will be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Driving up those uh, web hits for Orlando Clear Channel. I can't. I guess I can't say it. Damn it! Then, no. I was trying to. All right, Dubs. Let's run through some things really quickly. I'm to think of a snappy name for it. No. Well, let's just wait and get across that whenever we get to it. Okay. Open door policy here in about ten minutes, but I wanted some things to squeeze in real fast. Did you hear about uh, President Bush and how he's a man of the people? Is he really? Absolutely. He um. What a bunch of bull. He absolutely has uh, all of Middle America thinking he is just like them. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Well like, then, I guess, he is uh, kind of a man of the people. I know he'll be pulling for the uh, for the white folks on Survivor. Mm-hmm. But um, apparently, it's like home the Yankees. Uh, we lived in the Washington D.C. area, and we know if anything, traffic is awful, especially getting to the suburbs in mm-hmm. Northern Virginia. What the president wanted um, the Virginia Department of Transportation to do was closed down the carpool lanes, <laughs> headed out of Washington to Virginia. Any guess why? Because he wanted to use them? Yeah, for a fundraiser for Senator George Allen. So that's what that, the president, the man of the people, was thinking, you know, instead of riding my helicopter, why don't we ride over in cars and shut down afternoon traffic in one of the most congested cities on Earth? I can't imagine that. That'd be 66, right? They'd be yep. shutting down. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine that uh, that uh, one lane being shut down. Or would they have to shut down the whole expressway? I would think you... they'd have to shut down the whole thing. Yeah. Nonetheless, it. Uh... There's no way that 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 city will shut down for a day. Everybody will not go to work. Well, that's what the Depar- Virginia Department of Transportation said. They said, no, you got a helicopter. Use it. Yeah, Air Force Four or whatever it is, whatever it is for the helicopter. They said, why don't you hop on that and head over to Northern Virginia? That angers me. I don't even live there, and just the thought of him thinking, 
I'm important enough to shut down an entire city well, just for a fundraiser well, for some well, ad. He is the president of the United States. So? I, I do understand, but I mean, if it was a necessary action of it being shut down, yeah. that's it, fine, but not for a fundraiser. And it happens all the time. Remember, was it Dick Cheney came out here for a fundraiser mm-hmm. and like shut down I four or four hundred eight or the B line? It, it happened. Well, you, it was that it, day. It was that, President Bush actually came out here, and it was the day we were doing our live broadcast out in Melbourne, the, the Metro in Melbourne, and it just caused uh, one hell of a headache. So anyway, there's your man of the people. George just doesn't care about black people. <clears throat> a puppy thrower has been sentenced. <laughs> Leesburg man accused of pinching a puppy. Pitching a puppy from an apartment balcony was sentenced to community service. Curve. You know what I want to know? What's going through your mind when you have that puppy in your hand and you're just drawn back, wide-eyed, throwing it right out the window? Hun- I've had nothing all day. God, how much? I hope I can get this slider over. Um... <laughs> Apparently, uh, 100 hours of community service at a Lake County animal shelter. Gray's going to be throwing batting practice. The puppy, however, was not seriously injured. Nice. By the way, my chick mm-hmm. took a little Tyco Tyrone. <coughs> my, my new cat. With AIDS. Um... Took him to the vet yesterday mm-hmm. in his wheelchair, <laughs> wearing his nice robe and he and uh, ice pack on his head. And dude, yeah. she had to wait because they brought it in an emergency. Mm-hmm. Turns out, some animal let loose on a cat with a baseball bat. Wow. Yeah. There, there are always those cat killers in every town. Someone who just enjoys. Taking stuff out of small animals. Usually that ends up being uh, the type of person who is a serial killer. So I'm just going to say, now there's a serial killer loose. Uh, <laughs> watch out. Breaking news. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Parents who uh, will have to strap their kids into a backseat or booster car seats until they're eight years old. Eight. If the Schwarzenegger. Hmm. Don't be racist, man. No, it's, although I'm not going to try repeating because I may say it subliminally. <laughs> I guess they're looking to uh, children under eight to be in a, a booster seat from now on in California cars. I had a one uh, person that I've seen, um, and that would be my fat niece, uh, who refused to get out of her booster seat even though the fat bitch didn't fit in it. Until the age of seven. And that was ridiculous. <sighs> what are some of the things you stop doing when you, like, turn, like, five or something? Because that's... A, I think once Velcro. you turn three, you get out of a booster seat, don't you? Yeah, I, that's when I stopped. It was right around two or three. Because, yeah, in the, I mean, in elementary school and kindergarten, you're on the bus. You know, and they don't even have seatbelts. No, are they going to put those uh, in all the buses, too? I'll tell you one thing that I've kept up. My hmm. blankie. I still have my baby blanket. The one that I use as a wipe rag? Is there anything that hasn't been soiled by you guys? No. Last night I had to sleep on my couch, which apparently was the playground for Matt Albert and Angel Jenny, with my baby blanket, and apparently... You were in a Dove's Matt sandwich. Absolutely delectable. Oh, yes. <laughs> Indubitably. What? They say flirting with bosses leads to choice cubicles. Yeah, I, mean, I imagine so. The hot chick's flirting with you at work and, you know, she's uh, under you. You're going to give her a, a 
a cubicle and hopes for a little action. You know, it'll never happen, but you may even give her the good cubicle just to uh, have her be friendly to you. Mm-hmm. Um, they say other tips for getting ahead in business. Ahead. Stop it. Ahead. No, it sounded exactly like that when you said it. Oh, really? Yes. That's why I'm trying to correct you. (laughs) Ahead. In business. Don't skimp on the quality of paper used for a resume. Um... Bring a box of donuts to every job interview. No. You know, I did this once. Pissed. After we got fired in Michigan, I mm-hmm. met with the president of ABC Radio. Did I ever tell you that? Yes, I do remember that. And I went and bought him a nice bottle of scotch first. Oh, well, that's nice. And but got donuts. Nah, donuts you know, are terrible. Don't bring donuts. Um, hey, Fatty, would you like some of these? If someone asks you during a job interview to name your worst quality, tell them you're sometimes a little too detail-oriented. I tried that before, and it screwed me. I, the guy just laughed at me. I try too hard. <laughs> I care too much. That's the worst advice ever. Uh, I'm too detail-oriented. My ass. No one believes that. Finally, never date someone you work with unless you work in a bar. Well, we're on the radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. That was a nice funny to go out on. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Caution. Retards in area. Friday night in the Hideout and the Heretics are here. Drill Radio 104.1 in the hideout, broadcasting live on Real TV, RealRadio.fm. You can see the heretics if you want. Uh, <laughs> Have at it. Uh, also, too, of course, the fantastic message board, HideoutHeretics.net, which I believe by the end of the night will have 900 members. Congratulations to you boys. The new, uh, we got the new chat room up there as well, unfiltered. And in addition to that, we also have fullblownaids.com, which you guys should all go check out. So it is uh, Friday night here in the hideout with the heretics. And before we really get going, because there's a lot of stuff I want to cover with you guys, and unfortunately we have to say goodbye to another intern mm-hmm. this go around. Uh, but first, let's. Uh, Let's get a chance to check in with the uh, with the big man who made everything happen tomorrow night out in Bithlow at the Orlando Speed World. Um, it's Wild Bill from Sales. Time for an update. The scariest son of a bitch that works in the third floor, Wild Bill from Sales. They love you, Wild Bill. You're ahead. Listen as my voice changes from one perception to another. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Not much. My <laughs> God. Hey, real quick, just so you know, that pant, that flattened car that I showed you today. Uh huh. I mean that I was that I was telling you about. That was uh, one of the stunts. All right. So that's not what will happen if we drive tomorrow out of Bithlow. No, that's not going to happen. So we'll be okay. Everything's going to be a okay. Astronaut okay. Astronaut okay. <laughs> wow, Bill, we'll see you out tomorrow at uh, the Orlando Speed World. 
Yeah, uh, I will be there in full force. I'm not going to have an entourage, but I have my girlfriend with me. Uh, your girlfriend um, will be there, though. Yeah. She wants to meet all of you guys. Hey, real quickly, another thing. I have an announcement to make. What is it? Not not tonight, but I would all like right. to make it I would like to make it Monday night and have okay, remember Chris Gotti? Yeah, of course all right, we gotta move on. We got stuff to do. I'd like to make an announcement Monday night. Right, okay. We'll, we'll do it Monday do night. Do it then. Are we in? Yes, we can do it then. Okay. All right, peace out, brothers. 5,000. <laughs> Still love him? I love him. I don't care what you guys say. I think he's fantastic. I think he's better in studio. Do you? Dude, you got to go to hideoutheretics.net and watch real TV. And if you don't sit there and watch that when he was making the announcement about mm -hmm. the, the race tomorrow out at uh, Bithlow, you don't know what entertainment is. <laughs> I'm telling you, I want to film... The prom the prom the promotions meetings because it's so incredibly uncomfortable. You know what it is? Hold on. Here's exactly what it is now that I think about it. It's the office. He is Michael Scott, always trying to run a bit and run a gimmick and everyone else not interested in it. Yeah. And just in the same way that the office is funny, that is the way that Wild Bill is funny. It is fantastic. I don't care what you say. He's around for my entertainment then, uh, if you guys don't love him. Uh, all right, let's see what's going on tonight. Uh, first of all, let's welcome back into the fold, old intern, uh, Mr. Pillow Pants. Yes. Uh, well, good to see you, Pillow Pants. He is the first intern. Jesus, what a tough room. <laughs> now, um, Mr. Pillow Pants um, is the first intern, I think, to actually come back. Yeah, after uh, his internship's over? Within a week of getting kicked out. Mm -hmm. And last week... I didn't get a chance to stay on the air that we actually enjoyed having you around. It really went out on a bad note with everybody <laughs> hating him and him wanting to leave. So I remember him saying, why are you doing this to me? Yeah, but, you know, and I said to him off there because I didn't want him to go kill himself. Hey, we really did like you. <laughs> so anyway, it's good to see that you're back. But we do say goodbye to another intern tonight. Mm -hmm. Manhole. Are you cheering because he's leaving or because you like him? Both. Both. Okay. Manhole, how's it going back there, buddy? It's going all right. You headed back to uh, Florida State University? Yep, tomorrow morning. Oh, wow. So you worked right up until last night. Yep, my Jeep's already packed up. I'm just going to wake up in the morning and go. Is all your stuff out here at the Clear Channel Compound in your Jeep? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Um, really? No. <laughs> Uh, what is it? No, it's at home still. Uh, I wasn't planning on doing any uh, stunting, but maybe we'll do a little manhole you gave me the eBay. Look. You gave me the look. Um, all right, manhole, so you're leaving. Well, I'd ri actually like for you to come into the studio if you could, because I know one of the big things that we're doing tonight, he had to write a report to talk about his internship, mm -hmm. and I would like for him to read the report to you guys. And for anyone who's interested in being a hideout intern... Just to kind of show what it's like being an intern. Um, feel free to kick anyone out. I oh, look scared. Oh, you're you're going to kick Misfit Matt of all people out. Misfit Matt, you're going to kick out. What are you doing, man? Go kick EJ. Think? Go kick EJ out. <laughs> Pretend you're shot. Now you're number four. Oh, <laughs> fourth screen. Uh, by the way, Heretic Hoop It Up tomorrow. That goes on Heretic Hoop It Up. Check it out. Hideoutheretics.net for that. Oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? Where are my headphones? Do you have your papers too? Yeah, I thought you you already I have, have papers. your papers. 
All right, tell you what we'll do. We'll take a break, come back, and say goodbye to uh, to Manhole. First of all, I'd also like to bring up just for a second, Miss Massage Girl Kimmy. Um, come on up, sweetie, and congratulate you. Last night you won. From the Monsters in the Morning, you won the uh, the extra cabin for the Monster Cruise? I did. Congratulations. Congratulations. Kimmy. Very excited for Kimmy because, um, you know, she does so much. She comes in here, well, she used to, come in here and give us massages. But uh, this is going to be your first vacation, the Monster Cruise? Yeah. All right, so who is going to go in your cabin with you? EMSTD. Really? Wow! Look at you. Nah, he's like, no, 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 I'm married. No, no. Why is, uh... No, no. I thought he was showing the shocker. Yeah, this is what it's going to be. Um, why EMSTD? Did he pay you for it, or did you guys have an arrangement set up? No, 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 no that's not what I meant. But did you guys have an arrangement? What, what happened? Yes. We both went out there. He said if he won, then he would take me. If I won, I'd take him. All right, very cool. Now, is your chick's cool with you going with the massage girl, uh, yeah. Kimmy? All right. <laughs> I talked I talked to his wife tonight. Oh, okay. Very well, nice. that's very cool. Now, the other heretic couple going on this is uh, Garrett from Irrational and EJ from the U. <laughs> As the, 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 the two of them. I'm just kidding, boys. I'm just kidding. I don't know why it's so much fun giving EJ crap. I'm sorry, Garrett. You're a byproduct of that. But you boys, we're all going on the uh, on the Monster Cruise. And um, Listerfeen, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Uh, I want to know if you're throwing the interns off the boat because you can't feed them anymore. All right, all right. <laughs> Again, a call back to Monday Night Show in Amistad. Whoa. All right, let's take a break and come back, and we'll say goodbye to uh, Manhole. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Friday night, open door policy. Heretics are here. Hideoutheretics.net, fullblownage.com. Open door policy sponsored by Taco Bell, providing vouchers to the heretics. Taco Bell, the bell is open late, 1 a.m. or later. Um, we say goodbye to another intern this go-around. Hey, have we voted yet? Uh, is the voting complete on a hideout here, or on realradio.fm for the new name? I left it up for a week, but it really hasn't changed too much since the show started. Okay, so is there one that in particular that's in the lead? Yeah. All right, well, we'll find that what that out uh, what that is in a second, all right? Uh, first, though, I would like to say goodbye to uh, Manhole. Manhole was an intern. He did a little bit more off the air than he did on the air. Yeah. But you had to write... Uh, where do you go to school? I go to Florida State University. All right. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself, because I don't know if we ever truly got to know Manhole, other than the fact that he has a girlfriend that's out of his league, mm-hmm. and you like clerks. Yeah. But is there anything else that we should know about you? Um, well, I went to FSU to get into film school. Uh-huh. And I worked on that for a long time, and I didn't get in my first try. Why not? Because I, I went to my interview, and I just kind of, I don't know, it just didn't go that well. What would you talk about on your interview? I talked about clerks. All right, so you don't <laughs> you don't go to the film school interview. Well, I was going with the, you know, be honest. You know, they were asking me what my favorite movie is, and I had, you know... 
I was trying to just be myself. That's what everyone was telling me, and apparently it didn't work out too well. Yourself sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I realized. So you always want to change uh, yourself if you're a douche. So <laughs> what about the next go-around? Uh, did you get into film school yet? No, I'm not in. So you still got to reapply? I'm a communications major. Are you going to try to get back into film school? I'm going to try for the undergrad program, and if I don't get into that, I'm going to try for the grad program after I get a communications degree. They'll let you into grad? I'll have to try. I'll have to do the same thing again. <sighs> now, I see here you scored a 1290 on your SAT? Correct. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> How come it doesn't show? I don't know. All right, here's what I love about the heretics. On Real TV, on RealRadio.fm, they're writing the little caption bubbles. Mm -hmm. What does that one say, Bong Swap, Matt? Can't say it. I'm not going to say it. Matt, why don't you go ahead? No. <laughs> what is that? I need to know. Kimmy, have Kimmy say it. All right, Mr. Yeah, let have Kimmy. Why don't you say what it says? I love Doog. Yeah. Okay. So they have that as a little caption bubble coming out uh, as he talks. Um, let's see here. All right, in middle school, Philippine, or, uh, Philippines, that was the good intern, manhole, you were made fun of for being Jewish. Tell us about that. <laughs> well, when I would ride the bus, I would ride the bus every day, and there was a couple kids that would just call me Jew. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's your... That's your race, right? Your yeah, ethnicity. But, yeah, but that's like, you know, calling someone Christian, just like randomly. So? I don't think that'd bother a Christian. Are you ashamed you of being Jewish? No, it's just annoying. You know, I have a name and everything. <laughs> they just call me Jew. Get over here, Jew. Uh, You're in my seat, Jew. I, now Maybe they were Mexican. <laughs> yeah, now I wish we'd renamed you. Now I would have figured out what your name would have been. I'd call that anyway. <laughs> um, let's see here. You had your first girlfriend at the age of 13? Yep. Was she uh, Jewish like you? No. Have you ever dated a Jewish girl? Nope. You don't plan to? Nope. Why not? Do you have an overbearing Jewish mother? Yeah. Re so that stereotype is true? Well, she doesn't have the accent and everything, but she does all the... She's smothering and does all that stuff. All right. The, ca the caption bubbles. What the hell? Did you hear what uh, your fellow intern said, Celine? What did he say? She's cheap. Oh. Oh. I didn't want that one to get glossed over. You gotta go to realradio.fm and real TV to see the caption bubbles. Let me see what it used to work in a barn. Tell us about that, manhole. I had to clean up horse poopy. <laughs> <laughs> Would the horse call you names? No. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Now, here, I see you're a bit of a... Shock jock. And you often had customers call corporate for being obnoxious and rude while at the drive-thru. Is this at Steak and Shake? Yeah. Only when provoked, though. I'm, I'm a nice guy, usually, but then, like, when people you are rude... You make him angry. When people are rude in the first place... <laughs> I'm kind of a smart-ass to him. I can see the wit. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, you just finished your first year of college. How was your GPA up at Florida State? It's like 3.8. I got one B. Wow, look at this, this kid. Well, you are Jewish. Because <laughs> you're smart, and that's not bad. Uh, I'm trying to think of this. Let's see. Other than that, got bar, mitf bar mitzvahed. Yeah. Uh, pay, all the gift money paid for your first car. What was your bar mitzvah like? 
Um, it was pretty good. It was a party. We had a DJ and all that. And what kind of music family. did he spin? <laughs> Just like you know, all the all the classics. You know, Macarena and all that. Hobbit Aguila. Yeah, yeah. We did the chair dance, the horror. Um. All right, tell me about your first time making out. What was that like? <laughs> On a nature trail like, in, in the woods. With Carl? Um, no, with Brenna. Uh, who? You say Brandon? Brenna. Oh, okay. All right. All right, here's... A... All right, the new caption's great on Real TV on RealRadio.fm. I like bacon. You're such asses. Matt, are you writing those now? No. Oh, a G. Tell me about when you lost your virginity. Um, the girl I lost my virginity. She was she was a lot older than me. I I met her at Steak and Shake. (laughs) Where you pick up all the chicks. (laughs) Um, all right. So how old were you? I was 17. How old was she? 20. Really? Yep. So did you have to lie to her? Yeah. What did you have to say? What was the lie? I told her that. Well, when it actually like came down to it, I had to tell her that I wasn't a virgin. Why's that? Because she was, you know, she was like, hey, you know, you've done this before, right? And I was like, well, yeah, of course, look lying. at me. Um, Why did you say it like this? She was like, hey, you've done this before, right? <laughs> I don't know. What the hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. His first time was with oh, a chicken oh, game. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Oh. Oh, All right. that, man. That was over the line. I think you crossed the line. Alright, if you went to real TV on realradio.fm, you saw that. A Nazi term. You told me to write it. That's too far. <laughs> Who did? Nah, we got proof on real TV. It said. <laughs> I just saw it. <laughs> I don't even want to say what it said. Don't yeah, I said Das Juden and Juden. Then, then the Star of David. Did you get a lot of that? I mean, I, 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 yeah. being in the South, really? Yeah, a little Matt, bit. Matt, why would you do that? Being a, <laughs> being a black man, why would you? Uh, I thought the Jewish people and the black people were supposed to get along. What? Why? <laughs> yeah, they can't don't agree. The, He's our agent. You marched together in the sixties. <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> I'd have it no other way. Well, all right. <laughs> I was just wondering if there were any other... Uh, you once had a bottle of water thrown at your face at a drive-thru? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. What'd they you do? I did nothing, really. They, they peeled out. <laughs> I almost, like, they, just came, they just came in just to do that, and then they left. Was, Which steak and shake are you at? The one uh, off Redbug. Oh, and if, oh, but you're leaving. All right, never mind. Then. The mat works there now, yep. along with your chick. Okay. Oh, are you are you worried about that at all when you leave? No. Really? Not, not at that. all. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> um, tell me about soccer practice in the third grade. <laughs> Why? Uh, I pooped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Now what? What was it? Was it too many wind sprints, or what was it? I don't know, man. It just kind of happened. <laughs> I, I think I've, um, I think I've gotten everything that I wanted to uh, get when we're talking about uh, Mr. Manhole here in the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. It's great. It's the last day we finally get to know him. I know. <laughs> well, I was thinking. We have uh, the new intern, the brain, mm. or whatever we're going to call him. And I was like, write down some facts about yourself so we can get to know you. And Manhole is sitting there just looking jealous. 
He was like, I can do it too. <laughs> so, and I was like, all right, why don't you go ahead and do it? We'll get to know you right before you leave. The Wild Hawk in the 813, you're in the hideout. Uh, in honor of uh, Manhole's Exodus, I would like uh, to hear the new hit by Prussian Blue. Okay, see, that's just wrong. Prussian Blue, <laughs> the little 14 year old. Racist. <laughs> what does that say? That one's actually kind of funny. Uh, Matzo, Matzo? Matzo. Oh, goes right through the At least track. he's not Asian. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Why not? If he was Asian, it would be a lot worse. Why? Um, Let's take a break and come back. We've uh, gotten to know Manhole a little bit better on his last night, and that's uh, always a good thing. Thank you. I can see Pillow Pants is jealous because we never got to know him. But, Nor do know. we care to. Oh, <laughs> I like you, Manhole. Or Pillow Pants or whatever. Um, they're my favorite, uh, both of you. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break and come back. And I want to hear, this is an actual paper you had to write for your internship. Yeah. Tommy, you've read this. What do you think of it? Um, one part makes us look very bad, the uh, daily log that he kept. Really? I don't know how he would turn this into a professor and then actually give him credit Doesn't it make for you look it. bad? All right, well, we'll um, take a break and we'll come back. I mean, it doesn't make us look bad, but it, I don't know how you're going to get credit for doing this stuff. Well, I already did. I already turned in everything. All right, I, w- I would like to hear what an intern does, because I know Big Hands is maybe looking for this uh, internship coming up uh, mm-hmm. in January. we got a couple of new perspectives, so we'll take a break, come back. Open Door Policy, Friday night, hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaids.com, real TV on realradio.fm. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, here we go. Open Door Policy, Friday night. Heretics here. It's Row Radio 104.1, sponsored by Taco Bell, providing vouchers for the heretics. Shame the late-night hunger beast. Take it to Taco Bell. Hideoutheretics.net. The cool thing about the Open Door is all week, uh, people send IMs, call in, uh, gather on hideoutheretics.net, post on the board. Also, maybe the uh, the new chat room that's been put up, fullblownaids.com. And then on uh, Friday nights, we all get together, hang out in studio, which you can see on Real TV on RealRadio.fm. Then we go out afterwards and go grab some drinks. So we invite you down every single Friday night from 10 to 11. Uh, right now, we're in the middle of saying goodbye to the uh, intern manhole, who we just got to know literally last break. <laughs> um, and I guess now what you had to do... Now, tell us about Florida State University internship. What did they have you do? They had me, um, I had to do a log of activities mm-hmm. for every day that I was here. I had to, like, write what I did. And oh, then, boy. And then I had to do, like, a final essay. And your professor read this? He says he did, I don't, but he didn't He didn't say anything weird or anything. Like, he just said, okay, good job. All right, I, I don't like, think he read it. I kind of like this, because this is going to kind of be a, a recap. You're of, a jerk, cafe. <laughs> Why? <laughs> What are you talking about? You uh, posted something on my MySpace that I left up over there. What did I post? <laughs> you said uh, the bulletin was help needed, and then uh, you uh, continued on it. Um, I can't even say it. <laughs> basically, Those I... Those are the best kind. Yeah, I basically, <laughs> I said, uh, it's Dubs asking... <laughs> it's Dubs asking who he can orally pleasure. Mm-hmm. And that was on a help needed uh, posted bulletin on MySpace. You getting responses? Yes. Okay. Just maybe Warren from Michigan, your best friend in high school? He's not on my list. <laughs> you should add him. All right, so this is going to be kind of a recap then of what we did for uh, for Manhole and his internship. Let's hear it. 
All right, uh, July 6, 2006. Okay. Today I arrived early to learn the basics of the station. Chunks taught me a little bit about phone screening, as well as the do's and don'ts of speaking on the air. During the show... Mostly don't for you. <laughs> during the, the show... The do's and don'ts? Is that what you said? <laughs> no, I said do's, oh, do's, right. do's and don'ts. My bad. Right. I misheard you. All right, during the show, the host, El Jefe, introduced me as Manhole. This is my new radio name. I was offered a challenge for me to change my nickname. This would involve a series of on-air contests against the other intern, Jack Napier. The contest for tonight was a debate over which is more important, the internet or TV. I won the debate, and I am ahead in the contest by three points. All right, that doesn't sound so bad, other than the fact that we named you Manhole. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, what's your next one? All right, 7-13-2006. July July 13th. Yep. I arrived at the station today to find Napier playing with some self-waxing strips for hair removal. Napier showed the strips to Hefe, which gave him an idea for our next challenge. Hefe decided this would be our last challenge, and if I lost, my name would remain Manhole. The challenge was a quiz-off. We had to answer the questions about the history of the hideout. If we answered a question incorrectly, we had to wax our bodies with one of the wax strips. I failed miserably, waxing both of my sideburns, my chest, my legs, and my nipples. Oh, God! This is in your, rec- your report to college? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I had to be truthful. I couldn't lie to a professor. The phrase, end my nipples, should never be in a report. Yeah! I don't think that goes anywhere in your documentation. All right, what's the next entry? All right. July 14th, 2006. Now that the nickname rename challenge was over, I could really focus on learning. I screened phones a lot more than usual tonight and began to get the hang of it. During open door, my girlfriend showed up and they made fun of me in front of her. Yeah. That's every night. Yeah. She's here now and we can't wait till you leave town. Mm -hmm. All right. And people are continuing on Real TV to uh, post the caption bubbles. Have you seen Dubs? What's going on? Yes. I think the new one is Asian Boys Yum. Let's go ahead and isolate that. We'll go ahead ahead and isolate that one. I like their gills. All right. Let me. Jesus, man. What? All right. Let me hear more. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 saying goodbye to our uh, intern manhole. And he is writing, this is actually the report you turned into your professor about your time here in the hideout. Yes. All right, let me hear what you got next. All right. This one is from July 27th, 2006. Hefe wanted a unique way to give away the midget wrestling tickets. So he asked me and Napier to come up with some sort of stunt for us to do that listeners could bet on to win tickets. This was an exercise of our radio creativity skills. Oh, no. We eventually came up with a very unique idea. Because little people have tiny sausage-like fingers, we bobbed for little sausages and a bucket of hot sauce water. People made bets on who would get the most in a certain amount of time. If they won the bet, they won the tickets. It ended up being very funny, and we gave all the tickets away. This sounds like the Abu Ghraib rundown. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just complete abuse. You didn't happen to throw into that little thing about you drinking throw-up, did you? That's the one thing that I left out. (laughs) Thanks. Appreciate that. I could just see the advisors making copies of these and passing them around the office laughing their asses (laughs) off. And then calling Catherine. What's going on down there in Orlando? Uh, all right, give me another one of these. All it's right, the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, all right. The Manhole Diaries. We'll go back a little bit, back to July 7th, 06. Okay. <laughs> all right. 
Go ahead. During the show, I continued my challenge. Today's challenge was a pogo stick jumping contest. The catch was we had to wear electric dog collars while bouncing. Hefe would shock us to make it harder to bounce. The point system this time depended on number of bounces. I lost and was down in the contest by 113 points. <laughs> and I wouldn't tell them what the terrorist camp was. Uh, Dubs, are you a little ashamed of what we do to the interns? No. Did you, did you take a I look think we're back? too white on them. Are we getting soft? We are. Mm. Uh, what's next there, manhole? All right. Today we did a live broadcast from the Midget Wrestling Show. Uh-oh. During the broadcast, before the midgets came out, Hefe made me and Napier hit each other with chairs. <laughs> then one of the midgets came out yelling at Hefe because he didn't want us to mess up the chairs. He cursed over the air and they had to dump it back at the station. Then, during the show, they were cursing so much that we had to go out to do the broadcast. Everyone was getting annoyed with the midgets. We ended up cutting the broadcast at 10 instead of 11. Again, interns hitting with chairs. Midgets. Yeah. Give me a couple more of these. I really do feel guilty. Like, somehow we, we just abuse these kids. Do you feel like you've learned anything? Yeah, I learned a lot. All right, well, Did you write that, any of that in there? No, that, I have a whole guys. Other, I have a whole other essay. The actual essay talks about what I learned and everything. Okay, they just put the Star of David on manhole. <laughs> you got to paint it yellow. Yes, Miss Fit Matt. Uh, can we have your old paper? Because we still want to keep writing stuff when we ran out. <laughs> don't put oh, a number. On, don't put a number on it. Don't make cheap jokes, but don't make Holocaust jokes. Come yeah, on. it's a her- it's a heretics. The Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I like where you draw the line on the stereotype. I'm yeah. not even gonna touch that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, give me a couple more of these. Uh, the Manhole right. Diaries. Okay. In light of a conversation about salespeople and the actions of a certain salesperson at the station, El Jefe and J-Dubs decided that the interns should have a sell-off to see who was the best salesperson. The point of this was to teach us how to sell, because selling is often a big part of radio. Since it was such a hot night, they decided we should sell hot chocolate to really test our skills. We went to an outdoor shopping plaza. A lot of drama occurred, and me and the other intern C-Lane formed an alliance against the intern Napier. However, I was really the only one trying to sell and ended up winning. The losers had to drink Wendy's Frosties with hot sauce mixed in. I also learned how to do the podcasting. <laughs> Side note. By the way. By the way, I learned something today. That, hey, that bit sounded much better on paper than it mm-hmm. did on the air. Yeah. yeah. Ironically. They always sound good on paper, and then you guys execute them and they suck. Um, What's the new one? Uh, why don't you go ahead and read that one? It says manhole prefers to be a bottom. <laughs> so the boys continue, the heretics continue to post little, uh... Oh, no. Alright, they just no. made a star of David out of electric cable. <laughs> Guys, what's wrong with y'all? My God. And someone just this made is not a, a yarmulke. This is right. a piece of paper. Right. How dare you? Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's got to be blue. We call them heretics for a reason, in case you're wondering. Mm. All right, one final one. Is that all of them? Yeah, that's all. All right, right. that's all. Gonna move to the essay. Uh, do you, There's an essay is too? it long or? Well, the essay is what I actually circled, talks about what I learned and everything. I circled certain parts that he should. I right, just read the certain parts that Tommy highlighted. All right. Here's one part about uh, learning, like what I learned and everything. Okay. I learned more in my first two weeks than I could have ever imagined. 
I learned how to screen phone calls, upload audio for podcasting, edit audio. I even made a short promo track that was played on the air. I also learned how to get water for the host. This is an extremely valuable skill that I will never forget. I also became very skilled at picking up others' trash from off of the ground. I became proficient at this quickly. You taught them all of that. Boy, such asses. <laughs> I have this thing that I do, and I want to see how good you're at it. it. What, Like, it makes me feel powerful when I crumple up paper and then just throw it on the ground. And then I would time them. To see, and there he is. He's hopping up, and he's going over to get the paper. I guess it works. Mm. <laughs> that away, man. Alright, right, put the camera on Bong Swap Matt. Bong Swap. If you go to Real TV on RealRadio.fm, he has just made the stereotypic Jewish uh, sideburn thingies mm. that they're called. Oh, God! God. (laughs) There should be a dude. There should be a dude above that. Yeah, put a dude in front of that. Uh, That is... The new sign was, Dude, where's my foreskin? (laughs) What's wrong with y'all? You want to hear the one, like, serious part at the end of this? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like we abused you, so I would like to hear the real... Like how we're not complete animals. All right, this is the last paragraph of my essay. Okay. All right. And the essay is in, the title of the essay is being somebody. No. Oh. Oh. Shucks. All right, you ready? Homo. Yeah. Although I became knowledgeable on all the technical aspects of radio broadcasting, what I really learned, what I will never forget, was not technical at all. El Jefe, J Dubs, Chunks, Tommy, and Matt Albert—they all taught me a little bit about myself. They taught me how to overcome my nervous habits. They made me realize I was capable of doing things beyond the ordinary. When I was younger, I was never one of those kids who would eat the ham sandwich off the floor. I was never the, ki- I was never the kid who would <laughs> skateboard off a flight of stairs. I've always lived a pretty laid-back lifestyle. Nothing too crazy, nothing really out there. I was just a plain old kid. You could, ima- you could almost say I was a nobody. However, during my internship at the hideout, I came out of my shell. I did things I never thought I could do. I got tasered. I stuck my head in a bucket of hot sauce. Jesus. I even got somewhat electrocuted. You kissed a dude on the neck, too. Don't remember that. And you drank throw up. Yeah. Mm. It sounds immature, maybe even childish. What? But doing these things was very important for me as a person, as well as my career. I learned how to take risks. I transformed into a much more powerful and energetic individual. Mm. I became somebody. Oh, there he is. Manhole. And don't forget, don't forget, Manhole also did this. Peter's Dockside is pretty much the greatest uh, restaurant in the world. they got 10 Central Florida locations, and you can find the one near you by visiting GatorsDockside.com. They have the best wings around. Monday night is a wing night. That means all you can eat wings for 7 bucks. That means you buy a plate of wings, and when you're done, you get some more. And the process repeats and repeats all night long. Now, since Gators is a family atmosphere, kids eat free. Tuesday night is kids night. Plus, we got face painting, clowns, the works. We'll see you later at Gators. www.gatorsdoxide.com And now here's Pillow Pants by comparison. This is see who learned the most. Hooters has everything. Planes, casinos, hotels, magazines, the world famous Hooters girls, and seven Orlando locations near you. This is one of the seven Orlando Hooters locations for nearly famous wings, salads, seafood, sandwiches, and much more. They have 25-cent wings on Thursdays and $5 pitchers of Sam Adams on Fridays. Give a hoot. Don't drink and drive. We'll see you at Hooters. No! No! 
At least we were successful on one end. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, let's take a one. break. We'll come back. I guess you have presents for us? Yeah, I got you guys some little gifts, you know, to thank you for Ooh, touching me so much. Wow. Like Harry Hanukkah. I like that. It's the Hideout <laughs> Row Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout. Open door policy. Heretics are here. We're ready at 104.1. Sponsored by Taco Bell, the open door policy providing vouchers to the heretics. Insomnia has its advantages because Taco Bell is open late. Hideoutheretics.net. Go there for the uh, new unfiltered chat room. Also, too, uh, clips of real TV, the highlights. Thank you to Nameless. Give a round of applause to Nameless. Also, some special guys on the board I want to point out for their hard work. Uh, Dopey, Guinness, Elros. Uh, of course, Bongswat always does this thing on hideoutheretics.net. Yes, sir, uh, Mr. Uh, Bongswat, Matt, king of the heretics. Yeah, I was talking to Nameless the other day, and he's going to set up a locked form for any activities in this new new little war we got going on so they can't be All right. seen by outsiders. Very good. I so like anyone that. anyone interested, just let me know and I'll get them put on the list. I will say the days of the hideout being nice are over. Yeah. I will say that we wanted to be a little bit more meaner and hardcore, but we were advised by management not to. And as usual... Now uh, screw them. Yeah. Uh, enough. So it's going to get evil and evil in ways that you can only imagine. And I believe it's already started, and it's already begun to affect others. And just wait. It is on. So I'm very excited about this. Yes, Mr. L. Ross, who is uh, one of the main guys hey, leading, brother. leading the heretic <laughs> charge. Can I just say hi to my girlfriend real quick? No. Hi, Drew. Oh. That's your bitch. Get it right. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, Mr. Big Hands. Drew, uh, he'll be home early run. All right. Now let's... Um, <laughs> Let's move on. You had presents for us, manhole? Yes, I do. And I guess we need to find out the new name of the new intern. Failure. <laughs> I'm not giving up on him. I think he's going to do great. All right, what are the presents you have for us, manhole? All right, well, I got something for, for all you guys. We'll start off with Matt Albert, since uh, he's going on the Monster Cruise soon. And, yes, you know, Monster Cruise, very excited about that. We all talked that. about, you know, I know he lost his virginity already, but, you know, everyone, you know, we know what's supposed to happen on that cruise, so I bought him some... Uh, some condoms. condoms? Magnums. Magnums. Wow, Matt, look at you. Hope you have the receipt for that. I can use those for a sock. <laughs> uh, that's mm. very nice of you. I said sock. Mm-hmm. Are you rooming with chunks? Yeah. Oh, you will Jesus. need them. You will need them. I guess you make them a couple. Uh, <laughs> Bastard. Um, <laughs> shut up, fag. Come on. BBJ alone. All right, what's the, uh, what's the next present? <laughs> the next one's Tommy's. And uh, a couple times during my internship, I've got kind of scared because he would get really mad, and then he would throw chairs and stuff. And back you know, in the back room, I think he needs like another outlet instead of you know chairs and other interns and stuff like that. So what I got him was this uh, anti-stress grip. It's like a a gel. Oh, thing. that's nice. You can squeeze it. Good. Very Something cool. to throw. Yeah, Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. He actually punched Z Lane last Friday. <laughs> yes, right Allegedly. in the face. No, right in the face. It's all no, my own eyes. You didn't see anything. <laughs> I did. Matt told me you didn't see anything. What Allegedly. did Chunks get? All right, Chunks. You know, he's always talking about being Italian with the Maloic and stuff. But I don't think that he, you know, really has that much pride. You know, he doesn't ha- talk about, you know, how he loves being Italian very much. So what I got for him. Was an, an Italian heritage prize pack here. Oh God! We have this this hat here that says 
Not only am I perfect, I'm Italian, too. Okay. I Trunks, that is your new uniform, and I'd like you to wear that. We got this koozie here that says, You touch my drink, I break your face. Aww. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Yeah, that's funny. Got a little flag. Nice right, come on. Italian flag. Oh. No, yeah, new interns over there. Flag. <laughs> F-L-A-G. Flag. Then we got a little Italian map, air freshener, and some other stuff. Uh, like he that. needs that for the pink monster. Yep. Um, or snake. Our gifts better be better than that. <laughs> I'm hoping for Madden 07, otherwise uh, you fail. Uh, what What's for? Uh, what'd you get for J Dubs? All right, for J Dubs, um, he always talks about you know his fuel and things that he does on a daily mm. basis. So I got him a two pack of Carlin oh! Light. And feeding the habit. Four pack of monsters. Oh, best friends forever. Yeah, nice. BFF. Throw some training porn on top of that. We got a night. <laughs> if you got me man pawns, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> for Hefe, one of the things I did for you a lot was get you water and stuff, and I and I think that I got pretty good at it, you know. But now since I'm not gonna mm. be here, I got you this giant water jug. Oh. I get cool. water. For I a get a jug. water jug. It's, it's I don't want to keep it. Fun. I'll take it. Is there money inside it or a Madden 07? <laughs> I also got you for your new kitten some cat toys. All right, then oh. you're on my side again. Thank you. Oh, it's a worm. Little Tycho Tyrone. <laughs> the worms are in his poo, along with blood. He's now just like you, his daddy. Did you get the cash in your T-cells? What the hell? <laughs> All right, what is going to be the name of our... Well, first of all, let's hear it for uh, Manhole. Thanks, guys. Have fun. Have fun up at Florida State. I know your girlfriend. Jesus Christ. I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> I did not say a word. I'll be back to visit a lot, too, because I'm going to come back to see my girlfriend. Awesome. You are welcome, just like any other former intern is and any heretic. So, And maybe next summer we can see what happens on another level. Sea uh, Lane, I believe, sticking around, I guess. Yes, sir. All right. And um, what is the name of the new intern? Nothing great about him so far, but Gazoo. All the right. great Gazoo. Let's hear it for Gazoo Manning, the new intern here in the hideout. <laughs> the heretics are so hateful. I, I know how to get him going. <laughs> How's that? USA! 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 I've never been so scared. <laughs> Christ almighty. All right, that'll do it. Uh, Heretic hooping up tomorrow at 11, then the real race out of uh, Bithlow at the Orlando Speed World. Check hideoutheretics.net for all of the information on Hoop It Up at 11 a.m. and then the real race tomorrow night. Of course, SBK Live is tomorrow night. Then Monday, wake up at the Monsters in the morning. Schoenberg Middays, Phillips Fall in the afternoon. Hideout back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listen to the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Be somebody always talk good. Question everything. Stay classy. Again, hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaids.com, realradio.fm. Good job, heretics. Uh, let's go party. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, 
Hideout download. Oh, Tommy, you're so hot. Drama, drama, attention, shut up and leave us alone, douche. 5,000. 5,000. Beat it. Beat it. Go! 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 Beat it. Go! Beat it. Chuck Jock. Hot Talk. Hot talk. Five thousand. Mamacita. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Hot dog. Aye, 5,000.